All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on into another very special edition of the Cinema Lords podcast. The second part of our three-part Cobra Kai Season 5 breakdown. Got a special show tonight for a couple of reasons. We're uh, just a two-man crew tonight. First time we're doing the whole thing ourselves. No producer. Turn two. We're going to have to do the whole thing ourselves. Unfortunately, Seth Rogers couldn't make it. He was stuck up at work. But the show must go on. We wanted to bang these out before Los has to head off the training. So we got four episodes to talk to you guys about tonight. We got episodes four, five, six, and seven. So we got a lot to get into. Uh, you know, the whole middle chunk of the season here. And it was it was. It was a good middle chunk. I liked two episodes a lot. Two episodes I felt were kind of meh, kind of weighed in the water. But even the two episodes that I thought weren't that great had some big moments in them. So at least that, you know, helped bounce those episodes back a little bit. You know what I mean? They weren't total duds. Yeah, I like the episodes. Honestly, I, I have no complaints. I mean, the whole season in general, like I said, was on the lesser side in terms of the quality and compared to the other seasons, but uh, I still like the, the middle part of this uh, this season. I feel like sometimes with shows, yeah, you can... I feel like sometimes with shows, you get a little lost. Sometimes you, they can... They can get oh, a little, definitely. Yeah, they'll lose you sometimes in the middle of the season with some filler episodes, but I didn't really feel like that was too much of an issue with this with this show this season, so... No, definitely didn't lose me. I guess it just... I don't know. A couple of... You know what I noticed the big thing was, I would say, especially like the two that I didn't like, which is five and six, where I didn't find them be even as funny as some of like the normal episodes. Like episode four, I really, really enjoyed. It's not that anything actually really special happens in the episode, but I was laughing like the entire episode. I thought episode four was fucking hilarious. Couldn't stop laughing. Um, but I guess let's start, uh, let's start diving in. Let's I guess, dive right? in. Episode four is where we're going to start off. We have Downward Spiral. Like I was just saying, I thought this was, I think, probably my favorite episode of the season so far. After the seven that I've, uh, that we've watched or, you know, recapped or going to recap, I think this is my favorite one so far. Uh, I feel like a lot of the things that I like about this show and that we like about this show, they do in this episode. And like definitely the corniness a bit in this one. There's some corny scenes, but... I feel like they work because it is Cobra Kai. Johnny, awesome in this season, uh, this episode, fucking hilarious. Like I said, cracks me up the whole time. And also, Larusso struggles a bit in this uh, in this episode, which I love to see because I, don't, I like to see Daniel in disarray. To be honest, yeah, you like to take him down a notch too. He needs that. I think that's actually a good way to put it. I like that. And you know what? Most importantly, too, about this episode is we get all the, we get the gang back together. We've been all like all over the place. We've been down in Mexico. We've been here, there, and everywhere. We're finally going to get all the kids back together. We're going to get some hawk action. Uh, but we open up with a fucking hilarious scene, like just so funny. Common wakes up in the morning. She goes over to her sink. Things dripping. She pulls out her phone. She calls Johnny before she can even hang up the phone. Bang, bang. Johnny's on the door, but he's not just at the door. He's in full Tom Cruise aviator top gun costume. Aviators, the whole suit, everything top to, like, top to bottom. And then, you know, they start kissing or whatever. And the next thing you know, we get a full Top Gun reenacted montage. Johnny and Miguel are playing volleyball. He's even got the hands taped up like Tom Cruise does. He's riding around on the bike. The whole thing. Yeah, they got a nice 80s song going in the background. Yep, yep, yep. They're definitely playing on uh, all like the the hype that's around Top Gun Maverick yeah, right now. You yeah, know what I mean? For sure. But I appreciate it. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, wicked funny. I think I texted you right after I watched the episode too. I was like, yeah. Nick, you're gonna you're gonna love the opening of episode four because I was literally cracking up in my in my house watching it. Wicked, wicked, wicked funny. Uh, but it turns out Carmen's just dreaming. She wakes up. 
And uh, it's just a good dream. She wakes up next to Johnny. He, she even says, I had the best dream. He goes, tell me about it. And we actually know he's not a – at least he said. I don't know. He might have just been mad in the moment. But he did say earlier in the show he's not a Top Gun fan. He made fun of Tom Cruise and shit. So maybe he's not going to like being, uh, being turned into Maverick. Yeah. I would, I would take that as a compliment, you know. Yeah, I would too. Tell me I look like Tom Cruise, please. <laughs> um, but from there we go to uh, Johnny's apartment. And he's calling around. He's, like, doing job interviews on the phone. But he's basically just trying to take any odd job that he can find. And Robbie's mom shows up. And she's all friggin' clean and sober now. She looks friggin' super clean. She's acting like a full-blown adult. She notices how, like, nice Johnny's house is. She's like, look how functional an adult lives here. Like, who are you to judge? You were just in rehab a season. Yeah, ago. that's what I, I noticed that when I watched that, too. That was my first thought. I was like, who is this bitch to fucking give Johnny shit and be like, oh, look who finally cleaned up his act. Like, yeah. dude, you, you're a terrible mother yourself. No kidding. Like I said, one season ago you went to rehab. Good for you. You cleaned it up. I mean, let's not get off your high horse a little bit. You know what I mean? Uh, but it turns out she wants to take Robbie with her. She's going uh, east. She's got family over there. It's summer vacation. She wants to take Robbie with her. And uh, Johnny's like, all right, you know, that kind of stinks, but what are we going to do? And then she's, you know, getting ready to leave, and she kind of keeps looking around. She's noticing all this stuff, and she's looking to look on Johnny's face, and she goes, holy shit, you knocked up Common, didn't you? And Johnny just goes, how did you know that? She goes, because that's exactly how you looked when you knocked me out. <laughs> that lost look on your face. Uh, yeah, it's very funny. But then he actually says, you know, that's what he was he was doing when she got here was she was looking for work, and she ends up setting him up with a little service. She goes, all right, I, I can get you a job, delivery, Uber, all that good stuff. She goes, all he needs is a phone. She's like, I don't have a phone anymore. So she literally sets him up with a door-to-door service, he calls it. But someone's going to come over and set him up with all the all the goods to start making some money. Uh, before we get to that's that, that though, we're going to go to the water park. And we're going to get, like I said, we're going to get all the kids together, which I've been excited for. I've got no hawk yet to this point. But we open up. We're at the water park. We got Sam. We got Yaz. We got Moon. Sam's fresh off of breaking Miguel's heart. Terrible decision. Whatever. Uh, That's the best thing that ever happened to Miguel. True. Definitely. Definitely. But then, you know, they're lounging by the water, whatever, having, you know, chilling by the pool. And then all of a sudden, who shows up? Hawk and Miguel. Moon's mistake. She said that she forgot Miguel was coming. Now we have a bit of an awkward, let the awkwardness begin. You know what I mean? Recent recent breakups, hanging out at the water park together. That's going to be it's gonna be tough. I love the feel of this episode, too, at the water park. Just, like, makes you feel like a kid again. Definitely. Summertime, you know. Yeah. You know what? Uh, like I was saying, that... There's a couple of like things in this episode that I feel like they do really well. It's always funny how in Cobra Kai, everyone somehow always ends up in the same place. You know what I mean? It's like it's summer vacation. These kids can go anywhere they want, and they all happen to be at the same water park yeah. in the same day. It's the smallest world ever. <laughs> They're in California. Yeah. So you have endless options. Yeah. For There's fun. a million places to go, a million things to do. Of course, they're all, you know, they all end up at the same water park. But it turns out, yeah, like I said, you know, Cobra Kai is in the house. And um, Robbie's there as well. Robbie, and we find out, Robbie sees Tori, goes up to her. They end up, you know, giving a little kissy kiss. And I'm like, oh, shit, you guys are still together. Like a thing now, apparently. Obviously, we left them in season four, and they were kind of starting to get hot and heavy at prom and stuff. But it seems like they're still together. I was like, all right, word. I'm... I love I love Tori so I'm like Robbie's with her that's more points for Robbie in my yeah book, Tori's right? a bad bitch Tori's awesome I love her uh, well Robbie asked her he goes hey you know like I left Cobra Kai because they basically turned me into an asshole like I don't want the same thing to happen to you like now that crease is gone now's a great time to get on out and she's just like what what are you talking about she's like if you don't want to do it no more that's cool I don't judge you at all we can still you know date and all that shit but like I'm not leaving Cobra Kai I'm a big girl I can make my own decisions you know what I mean 
but already some signs there's uh, some rockiness you know what I mean some, some waves um, but the other thing here is we get the first sign that this loser Kyla thinks she's going to stop being the top dog he's, not, he's kind of trying to lead the tribe now that everybody's gone Robbie's gone Hawk's gone but you can already see Kenny's just following him around but it's just a matter of time before that, that's you know that, that roles those roles change They've been building Kenny up. They've been spending a lot of time with his character. I feel like he's definitely going to be the new prize possession for Cobra Kai. And Kyla sucks. All he does is get his ass beat. Yeah, he's a pussy. Plus, terrible name. As someone who shares four of the same five <laughs> letters in his name, terrible fucking name. Good call. Good call. But literally, since friggin', like since season one, when Miguel was just like a, like a kid who had no idea what he was doing, that's like the only time he's won a fight. Since then, he's lost like consistently since then. He's got his ass kicked like a billion times. Who do you think you are to be a top dog now? You know what I mean? Yeah, nah, he's nothing. He's well, a chump. We're going we're gonna to see that, too. Yeah. But friggin', okay, like I said, just a matter of time. Kenny's, I like Kenny. I like his character. Even though he's a bit of a bully this season, I still enjoy him. I don't know why. Uh, but from there, we go to a fundraiser. Uh, Amanda and Danny are heading to a fundraiser. Amanda wants to get on the board of this new charity. So they're going to, you know, go. They're going to. Daniel's going to put some things up for auction that they're going to do. He's going to try to wine and dine a little bit and try to get Amanda a spot on the board. So they head on over to where it's being held, and turns out it's at friggin' Terry Silva's house. What are the odds? You know what I mean? Almost seems like it has to be a setup. We left them. He just set fire to Bonds' building and kind of pointed to LaRusso and said, like, you're next now. You know what I mean? Like, the fire's coming for you. You're playing with fire, Danny boy. Yeah. And you know how Silver is. He's got a lot of resources. He's got a lot of money. He can do a lot of things. He's not like Kreese. He doesn't have to just go and, you know, trash dojos. He can no. do, he can kill you in the business way. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I feel like his style, too, is much more mental. He plays much more mental games, mental warfare. Definitely. Definitely. Things of that nature. Whereas Kreese was a little bit more just like the, the muscle. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Probably why they work together for so well until, you know, things have gone awry. But right away, Daniel's, like, kind of a little suspicious. He's like, all right, this seems, this seems weird. Like, out of all the places this, this could have been held and it just happens to be here. And like you said, I mean, he's on the lookout, you know what I mean? He's looking out for a trap because Silva said he was coming. Um, but we go back to Johnny's apartment. And sure enough, we're going to get a little knock on the door. It's our doctor-door service. I love this. For some reason, it's never even connected to my brain until he was knocking on the door. It's freaking Dimitri. As soon as I saw him, I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I should have picked up on that when they said dork to door. I should have <laughs> knew it was going to be Dimitri. I don't know why, but I just like, I don't know. I was just expecting some random guy for like two seconds, another stingray kind of thing. You know what I mean? And the next thing you know, it was Dimitri. And I was like, oh, that's so perfect. That is hilarious. But uh, Dimitri ends up coming in. Johnny was actually surprised. It's kind of the same reaction as I did. He was just like, oh my God, you? Like, what the hell? But lets him in, whatever. Goes, all right, I want whatever phone I can get for $50. And Dimitri's just like, huh? $50? All right, goes into his backpack, literally pulls out a phone that's just like cracked to hell, <laughs> shattered the shit. And he goes, this one works, you know what I mean? And sure enough, he ends up uh, hooking Johnny up with all the apps to start working, you know what I mean? Start doing the Uber Eats and the deliveries and all that shit. So, But like I said, very funny for it to just be Dimitri out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was a funny little scene. I thought it was very funny, too. He mentions... Uh, at the end, kind of like when, after Dimitri's done, he's helping him out. He goes, thanks. And he goes, uh, I'm sorry I've called you a dork or a, a geek or whatever you identify as. <laughs> 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 but that was a good little uh, twist, I thought. But like modern day shit, way to throw that in there. Uh, from there, we're going to go back to the water park. And we have Kenny 
like I said, still being a bully this season, he's still got his hands. He's still bullying LaRusso, which I don't mind because I think LaRusso stinks. Hey, LaPusso. <laughs> that was great. LaLusa, LaRusso, there's so many good ones. But uh, they end up friggin' stacking them all up with fucking like 15 tubes, just one after the other. He's like head to toe covered, and then he gives him a nice kick right into the water. Thought it was pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. He didn't get hurt or anything. It was all in harmless fun. Got plenty of protection. Uh, but, you know, Hawks overwatching. He sees it. He comes in. All of a sudden, we're kind of like, all right, we're going to start having a little bit of a problem. Tori comes in. She's like, all right, let's just settle this. Let's, you guys stay on your side of the park. We'll stay on this side of the park. And we're just going to literally split the water park in half for the day. Chances are, I'm guessing, probably not going to go well. Yeah, no, absolutely not. These kids have had a whole valley to like basically separate themselves, and they can't do that. I don't think they're going to be able to do it in a very tiny area. Too. No. <laughs> but... Uh, it turns out the whole time, basically, Robbie must have been watching. We didn't see him, but he comes over as soon as the whole thing kind of de-escalates, and he goes up to Tori, and he goes, I get that you think you might be able to make your own decisions, but what about my boy Kenny here? Because he's like, look at him. He's clearly turning into a bit of an asshole. And you can see Robbie more annoyed. He's getting quite frustrated with Cobra Kai, and I don't think he wants to be dating a girl that's in Cobra Kai. You know what I mean? I wouldn't I wouldn't make that decision just yet, Robbie. Come on now. Yeah, don't do anything, you know. Don't yeah, yeah, don't do anything rash. Tori's awesome and she's way better than LaRusso. And it seems like those are the only two girls that there are any love interest. I mean Dimitri's <laughs> taken me and uh, Yaz is taken by Dimitri, Moon's taken, and there's no other girls really, you know what I mean? I guess Devin, the uh, the little Asian girl that's in friggin' Topanga, Kansas, for now at least. We're gonna get there. Um but from there, we're going to go back to the charity event. That's where we're going to kind of do this whole episode, really, basically. is kind of bounce from these three stories. Waterpark, LaRusso at the uh, the fundraiser, and then, you know, Johnny. But we're going to go back to the fundraiser event. Like I said, LaRusso's right away skeptic. Now he's, you know, a lot more nervous. He's kind of saying to Amanda, he's like, this has got to be a trap, baby. Like, this is not good. Like, this guy, you don't know him. He's a psychopath. This is what he does, like you were saying. Mental warfare, you know what I mean? She's like, bro. We're at a freaking fundraiser for charity. What the fuck is he going to do? <laughs> Which is a kind of a good point. It's like, what the, what the hell is he going to do? You know what I mean? It's not like you just come full-blown and start karate kicking you. You know what I mean? Yeah, in front of a whole group of people. Yeah, rich people. You know what I mean? It's his house and stuff. I don't think he's going to go start, you know, throwing kicks in the middle of this thing. But basically, she's like, hey, why don't you go over to the head of this organization? Why don't you go, you know, talk me up a bit? And he's like, all right, I can handle that. But then as soon as he leaves, it's almost like Terry Silva was waiting for his moment to come in and swoop in. Sure enough, it's exactly what he does. Swoops in on Amanda, some fancy-ass wine. Starts kind of trying to play the good guy angle when, you know, Danny's not there to kind of go against it. He kind of has free reign to say whatever he wants. He's like, hey, I'm not like Crease. That's why I got him out of here. Like, I want to train these kids the right way. I just want to teach them to be strong and, you know, how to stand up for themselves but not to be bullies. And he's almost trying to, you know, trying to soften up Amanda a little bit. And then he does the real snake thing, and he goes, that's all I want, you know, Daniel to know too, but he ended up, you know, sending up his guy to rough up my new senseis. Yeah. Just like, come on, you little snaky bastard. Oh, yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. And sure enough, of course, Amanda's just like, he did what? You know what I mean? Just like furious. And of course, she has to know what's chosen. <laughs> but she didn't know until now. And of course, that was a perfect little, a little, just a little, a little bit of napalm to throw down, you know what I mean, by Terry Silva, just to start just a little bit of the fire. Um, but from there we go back to Johnny and now he is full blown working. He's doing the damn thing. He's doing delivery in his Eagle Fang fucking mini bus, whatever you want to call that thing. I yeah, his little minivan. Minivan. Yeah, there you go. Fucking all painted out. And this montage I thought was hysterical. Just the whole thing. Just picking up people. They're all giving him one stars. He's late everywhere. He's delivering food to the wrong people. 
yeah, he's, he's drinking. M- yeah, he's missing turns. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. having, like, intimate conversations on the phone <laughs> while, while people are in the backseat. Uh, he friggin', at one point, literally, he starts pissing in a can while he has somebody in the backseat. Guy's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I've been in the car all day. What do you want me to do? Well, this whole thing I thought was hysterical. At one point, some girl gave him a one-star review because the car smelled like beer. And that actually we saw in the trailer. He's like, yeah. that's because there's beer in the car, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking. What are you going to do about it? The whole time, he's just pounding banquets just the entire time. Not, a, not a, Just a, no worries about drinking and driving by Johnny. Um, but that whole thing I, I thought was absolutely hysterical. One-star galore, which, I mean, if you keep getting one-stars, you're not going to be an Uber driver for very long. You know what I mean? But that was a good montage. Like I said, everything with Johnny this episode really cracked me up. I thought everything he did. I love Johnny. I, I feel like he his humor and his like bad shit happening to him is a lot of what made us fall in love with him in the first season and stuff. You know what I mean? So I like to see more of that. Uh, we go back to the water park, and we got a couple of the the other Miyagi Do Eagle fan kids. Not like the big name ones. I think it was like Piss Breath. I think it was Devin, and then the. Uh, the little scrawny kid who gets thrown through the window there at LaRusso's house. Who <laughs> goes looking out for the cat. I think it's yeah. three of them. And uh, they were basically, you know, saying, like, this whole splitting up the park thing is kind of bullshit. Like, there are rides on that side that we want to go ride. We're really going to let this whole, like, stupid treaty that we just didn't even take part in, like, stop us. So, sure enough, they're going to go off to the other side of the park. And you just know it's going to start causing problems in, like, a matter of moments. But, um... Miguel, they go to Miguel and Sam on the fucking beach chairs, and they're just having some conversation. And Miguel's trying to flirt with her, and I was just like, why are you doing this? Like, you just got your out last episode, you know what I mean? Like, she just broke up with you, dude. Just, like, leave it alone. Miguel just is having a bad season, in my opinion. He just looks soft. I don't know. It's just rough. I don't know. He just, he's like, he's like puppying over this fucking girl that doesn't give a shit about him. And she sucks, never mind even the fact that she don't care about him, and it's just brutal. Yeah, I can't disagree with any of that. It's been a tough season for him so far, I'm not going to lie. And that's really the kind of just, like, come on. God, why are you fawning over Sam LaRusso? Exactly, okay, man. man. Just let it go. Tori was all about you. Yeah. You can pull any girl in the valley. Come on, man. It's true. You're a champ. You know what I mean? It's that, you're at the water park. You know what I mean? There's got to be girls go at summer. There's got to be a thousand girls yeah. there to choose from. You know what oh, I mean? Shit. Go find anybody else. Try to make LaRusso jealous. Make her come to you. You know what I mean? Stop chasing her around. But, of course, drama's going to break out, like I said. You know. Those three kids cross the border. So next thing you know, we got ourselves a nice little, you know, basically a pushing contest. You stay on your side. You stay on your side. Cobra Kai, these kids. Hawk's going to come over and uh, try to, you know, like settle things. But uh, friggin', I'm sorry, no. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robbie comes over. I'm sorry. Not yet. Yeah, that's Hawk right. Yeah, over. Robbie comes in Robbie trying, comes to, in trying to calm everyone down, right? Yeah. The, th- the second time, the second time, it's uh, it's Hawk goes rushing in. But the first time, it's Robbie. He goes rushing in to kind of settle the things because he doesn't want to see Cobra Kai and all that shit escalated more. He's already seen Kenny be a bully. Uh, so, you know, ends up kind of breaking it up. But Hawk and Miguel are watching, and they're kind of like from a distance. They're like, yo, I thought he was at a Cobra Kai. They like don't inter- they don't see the whole thing, you know what I mean? But they're yeah. quick to judge. But uh, Robbie ends up, you know, you know, like I said, breaking up the whole thing, and then Hawk does eventually make his way over. They end up saying, "All right, we can't fight." The security guard already came over to him once and was kind of like, you know, if you guys don't stop this pushing contest, like you guys are all gonna be bounced. So like, all right, we can't fight. What are we gonna do? They decided to do a race, and this is one of the parts I was talking about that was kind of corny, but I thought it worked because it was cool for guy. I was like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna race <laughs> down a water slide. 
Who, how do you have any say in who's fast? It's all luck. Yeah, no, nah, I thought that was the stupidest thing. Food when they first said the race at first, I thought like a race, like I don't know. I just, yeah, yeah, I wasn't thinking a race down a water slide. That's yeah. just just dumb. Yeah, I was like I said, if it was any, if it was literally any other show, I would have been like, oh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But because it was Cobra Kai, I was like, I'm in. Let's go. Let's race. Yeah. And who's it going to be? It's Hawk and Tori, champ versus champ. So they're going to head up, and Robbie's going to be kind of stood in there, left by himself, kind of just, like, watching everybody walk off, like, kind of torn. Like, I don't know what to do here. You know what I mean? Like, I got friends on both sides. He was obviously mentoring Kenny Hodd. He's dating Tori. But now he's kind of boys with – well, not boys, but he's getting a little bit closer with the other kids because, you know what I mean, he's been hanging out with them and shit. So he's definitely torn on what to do. You know what I mean? But um, back to the charity event. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. Yeah, to pop that open, sorry. Nice. That was very <laughs> that was very interesting. Um but we're gonna go back to the charity event and we see that LaRusso has offered up they're doing like a charity auction thing to kinda of, you know try to raise some money and shit. And LaRusso donated three bonsai trees. Put up three bonsais for sale for them to auction off. And they have, you know, the bidding the typical bidding thing at first. It's very like, you know, like one thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand. Then all of a sudden Terry Silva just drops the hammer and goes thirty K. Thirty K. Okay. That's a flexing. Yeah, no shit. We're already at your house. This, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's hosting. Flex, you know what I mean? Drops that. Then he gets up in front of everybody, gives a little speech and says, all uh, low-income students, free karate. You know what I mean? Just trying to, and he's like, you know, all you people help spread the good word. Then he walks off. LaRusso's like, you better take care of these bonsais, dude. Like, don't be a friggin' douche. You know what I mean? These Miyagi's fucking bonsais. And he's just like, eh, I don't know. It sounds like a lot of work. I might just use them for mulch. Yeah, I might just crush it up and toss it in my yard <laughs> but just you know anything to get on the LaRusso skin you know so insulting too because you're probably going to get like maybe a square foot of mulch out of those three <laughs> true <laughs> yep very true but you can just tell he's he's, thought, he's just trying to push the buttons you know what I mean he's just trying to do oh, yeah. a little he's just trying to get under his skin you, know? <laughs> you can definitely feel as this episode's going and as they keep panning back to Terry Silver's house that that things are rising, like like something's about to happen. Tension, like yeah, yeah the, the tension's building. More aggravated. Yeah, exactly. And you can just you can just sense that this is going somewhere, and and it's going to lead to something that's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, from there, we go to a quick scene again with Johnny. This one I really really love because I love how this show like does callbacks and stuff like that. But he's doing another delivery. And who's he delivering to? The pawn, the pawn shop guy. Yeah, yeah. I love this guy. It's honestly one of my favorite characters in this show. The guy cracks me up. He is good. He's always funny every time he's on. This is a different kind of scene for him this time, though. He, uh, I like how he greeted him. He's like, oh, my God, you finally have something I want, which was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was lunch. And uh, Johnny just right away is just like, dude, this fucking job like sucks. And the guy goes... Have one of my Tosquitos. It'll make you feel better. Yeah. He goes, yeah. Johnny, you already had one, though. Yeah, Johnny goes, ah, no thanks, I already had one. <laughs> I stole one out of the car. Guy just instantly takes the box and just throws it in the trash. Yep. He's just like, yeah, I'm good. You already shoved your dirty hands into my box before I even got it? Like, nah, no, no, no. I offered you one, that's different. But uh, then he ends up giving Johnny a nice little quick therapy session, even though he says that it's not his job. But he ends up, you know, kind of telling him, I got this job so that I can, you know, make enough money to pay the bills so that I can spend time with my family. You know what I mean? And he kind of just says, like, you know, you have a family now. You already have one and you got more coming. You got another kid on the way. You know what I mean? You just kind of yeah, suck it up. Be a fucking man. Yeah. And go work. Make some money. And support your family. And then you hang out with them as well. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like being an adult. Uh, it was like being a father. Yeah, for real. It was funny. He goes, uh, the, pawn sh- the pawn shop keeper, he goes, uh, 
You met at one point. He goes like, "Yeah, I have three kids. You're never gonna meet them." <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was funny. <laughs> just just like, throws it in it's there. Already getting too much. Yeah. It's already getting too yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't mistake my uh, my advice here uh, as we're being friends here. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he walks out too, he goes, "You're still getting one star." So <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. He's like, he's like, add it to the rest of them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, join the club or something yeah. like that. Add to the rest of them. It was very funny though. Good scene. Like I said, every, Johnny was. Dynamite this episode. I loved it. Good classic Johnny stuff. Um, but now we're going to go back to the water park. Things are going to start kind of popping off a little bit. Uh, Robbie's going to go over to Kenny for the first time. He hasn't seen him in a grip. Probably actually hasn't seen him t- since the tournament, I would imagine, since he actually like whipped his ass yeah. in the tournament. So that's kind of weird now that I think about it. But that uh, he basically tells Kenny, like, hey, dude, like, quit Cobra Kai. He's like, it turned me into an asshole. I don't want like the same thing to happen to you. You know what I mean? And he's like, the only reason why I actually whipped your ass even at the tournament was because like of Cobra Kai. You know what I mean? Like they almost like made me do that. And uh, Kenny ain't having it. Kenny's like, nah, bro. Yeah, Kenny's so brainwashed. I think he responded. He's like, he's like, no, I needed that. Like he, yeah, like, he does. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's like, um, something like that. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't hold back or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I needed yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. And then he uh, basically he's like, I'm stronger than I've ever been. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, I'm never quitting Cobra Kai. I ain't no quitter. You know what I mean? He's got this snarl on his face all season long too. He's just like he does, he's like just giving you the stink face. He's just like, yeah. yeah, you won't come at me, boy. Yeah, he doesn't back down at all this season, man. He's yeah. always looking for a fight this season. Uh, but fucking Kenny tells him basically to fuck off. Now we're gonna go up top. We're at the water slide. We're gonna do our race. And I noticed that Kyle is the guy that's kind of doing like the like the start off, like the pistol guy. You know what I'm saying? He's like, all right, everybody, this is for this that. And he's like the guy who's supposed to be the big badass, and he's just sitting there in his fucking Crocs. And I'm just like, yeah, this this dude's supposed to be the next big tough guy. I can't with his freaking Crocs. But regardless, they end up doing the race. Tori gets down first, but it turns out. Kenny was the one that handed both of them their tubes, and there was a little cheating going on. He friggin' gave a little pop, pop, skeet, skeet to Hawk's float. Hawk's like, dude, what the fuck? Cheetah, I know it was you. Kenny's like, what are you going to do about it, dude? And Hawk, not doing the no no more, you know, no more Cobra Kai. He's Miyagi Do now. He's like, going to do about it? He's like, I ain't going to swing first. He's like, I ain't going to swing first. Sure enough, Kenny tries to do the classic movie move, like I've seen a thousand times. He tries to do the classic, like, I'm going to look away, like, nah, and then do the swing. Missed by 40 feet. They, like, literally showed it. Hawk is like this, just, like, yawning at him, basically, yeah. how far away it was. Nah, he, he telegraphed that. Big time, yeah. I think Hawk's seen all the same movies that I've seen. You know? Yeah. He's like, bro, I, I know this trick. I've seen this move before. Uh, but, basically, Kenny's going to throw a bunch of more friggin' throws at him. Hawk's just going to fucking bang, 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 block all of them. You know what I mean? He ain't really fighting back on this kid, which is, I think, you know, showing a little grow up by Hawk. Uh, but then, fucking, you know, Robbie's going to come over. And kind of like, you know, break things up and like, Hawk's like, bro, like, I thought you were fucking not on Cobra Kai's side anymore. Like, what's the deal here? You know what I mean? But turns out Miguel's going to come over, try to kind of break things up too a little bit. He gets in Robbie's face a bit too. He's kind of saying the same thing. Like, I thought you weren't with them anymore. And Robbie's like, dude, you know what you're talking about? You know what I mean? But then it doesn't even matter. There was enough fighting going on. The security guard comes back. And he's like, all he is, yeah, get the fuck out of here. The whole lot he is. Y'all gots to go. But honestly, if I was at that water park, I'd be applauding that guy. I'd be like, thank you. The security guard? Yeah, get yeah, these kids get these kids out of here. I got one day off from work yeah. and these kids are ruining it. <laughs> all the parents that live in town probably have seen all the other fights that have broken out in the news too and stuff like that. They're like, oh no, these kids are here to start a fight again. They're going to ruin the whole day. My kids, got, I'm going to watch out for my kids now. I can't just let them roll them off. They're going to catch a kick to the face or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're, so they're all balanced. They're all out of there. 
then we're gonna go back to Silva's house and we're gonna get the final the final piece of napalm on the bomb that we need to set LaRusso off. LaRusso um Silva, we, we see Silva, he's talking to the head of the organization. Yep. And LaRusso's watching and he's kinda like, This doesn't look good, you know what I mean? Right away he's he's on guard. Silva comes over and LaRusso's like, you know, what the hell did you say? And Silva to perfection, just goes, I said, your wife's a psychopath, like a lion, conniving, friggin' terrible human being, you know what I mean? So what does fucking Danny do? He snaps, kicks Silva, or pushes him, actually. Yeah, he just slightly pushes him, but yeah, Terry knew it was coming, because he was setting him up. A little exaggeration, you think? A little oh, NBA? Absolutely. Oh, he flopped. He learned, <laughs> he, he, hey, he, he got a lesson from LeBron James the night before. <laughs> the king of... Hey! Yeah, so I think Silver actually, I mean, so I think uh, Danny says almost as much. They didn't push him that hard. But sure enough, he goes flying right into the table with all the bonsai trees. Knocks them over. Knocks them all. Yeah, breaks the table, knocks them all over, causes a huge ruckus. Yeah, the pots that the bonsai trees are in, they all break and shatter. There's dirt all over the place. Yeah, so everyone now at this at this charity event yeah. sees LaRusso do this. And yeah. they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like a record scratch when that happens, too. Everybody just turns and looks over. Definitely. Glass shattering and shit like that. And then, sure enough, the organization head, she comes on over, and she's like, you know, what the hell is going on? And LaRusso is just like, this guy, you know, is causing all this. He's playing you guys, just like he was, you know, lying to you about my wife. And she's like, Silva just gave a glowing recommendation about your wife and your family. But now you just kind of soiled this whole thing. And it shows perfectly, Terry. Perfect manipulation, man. 101, get exactly what he wanted. Looks like the good guy in basically every situation, you know what I mean? Talked her up, gets pushed, you know what I mean? Makes LaRusso look like a total nut job. And of course, you know, Amanda, furious. Yeah, she looks at uh, at Daniel and says, thanks. And looks like she's about tearing up and then she walks yep. away. Walks right off. Basically just leaves him there in the potty by himself. So Silva definitely won that battle, man. You know, LaRusso. Got him. Was, yeah, he sure did. He told him. He told Danny he was coming, baby. You could just sense it. This whole episode, they were just building something up, like they were just adding fuel to the fire, and and, and it was you know it was about to explode. So, yeah, good Terry Silver episode, man. If you're a Terry Silver fan, this was a good one for him. Hey, he's, he's smart, man. He knows what he's doing. He's got a plan. Like they've said earlier in the season, he's two steps ahead of you at all times. Yeah, always, always, man. He's playing. For, he knows every. He's watching all the outcomes. He's playing chess. You know what I mean? But uh, we go to a quick little scene real quick where uh, Johnny's wrapped up his day, but he's fresh off this nice therapeutic conversation with the, with, the, with the pawn shop guy. And he's like, you know what? This guy's right. It's all about you know spending time with my family. Calls up Robbie's mom and says, hey, I want Robbie to spend the summer with me. And she's like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. So we're going to have Robbie sticking around. But a nice scene, you know what I mean? He's going to be staying with dad for the first time, yeah. really. Although, he's stay with him for a little while, but now kind of long term for a couple months. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's long overdue. How yeah. old's Robbie? Johnny's finally uh, stepping yeah, like up. And, 18, imagine. Yeah, you know, yeah. 17. He's finally going to be... Uh, I mean, better late than never, but... True, true. But true. it's good, yeah. yeah I'm a big Robbie fan. It's nice to see him actually have somebody that's looking out for him for once in his life. Yeah, it's not. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And uh, Johnny's finally growing up, too, it looks like. You know what I mean? Mm. He's, he's really getting ready to be a dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, from there, we go to kind of like the parking lot of the water park. And Robbie is going to make a move that is very Robbie-like in the sense that I don't like it. You know, this is why I don't like Robbie is because he does dumb shit like this. But he basically says, hey, Tori, ultimatum time, baby. It's either me or Cobra Kai. And Tori's just like, well, I'm not quitting Cobra Kai. And he's like, all right. And that's it. It's over. Breaking up. I'm like, bro, bad move, man. What are you, gonna, are you kidding me? Leaving the champ? Queen Cobra? Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough move. That's a tough decision to make. 
But it just goes to show, I think, that uh, Robbie is really serious about cutting his ties with Cobra Kai, which I think is partially the reason why they, they had this scene happen in general. I'm, I'm holding out hope that they're going to get back together in the future. But Yep. But we'll see. I think it's definitely possible. I, I think uh, I like them. Eh, I like them better together than I, don't know, I like Miguel with her, too. I don't know. I don't know. This new Robbie, I don't know. I'm coming around on him. I don't like this season. It's too good for him and too bad for Miguel. Um, it's not, I don't like it. Yeah, tough season for Miguel. <laughs> I still love Miguel. Don't get me wrong. But tough season for him. Um, yeah, yeah. But so Robbie's going to you know leave Tori or whatever, kind of walk off. And then who's going to come over and confront him now is going to be Miguel. Miguel's going to confront Robbie now. Like, yo, what the fuck was all that about? You know what I mean? I saw you like two times in the park. Are you, are you Cobra Kai or not? They're going to kind of start to get into a little bit of an argument. And then who shows up? Johnny. Johnny's here to pick up Robbie, tell him the good news, and he's just like, bro, he's like, come on, really? We're still going to be doing it? I thought we were going to be friends now, you know what I mean? And then it's like, dude, just because I went to Mexico doesn't mean we're friends. It's never going to happen. So Johnny's got a bit of a thing to work out there, unfortunately. I'm sure they're going to figure out something. Johnny's a smart guy. He'll figure it out. He's not smart. No, but <laughs> he's good uh, He's good at figuring it. He finds a way to get things done. He find, He's definitely not the smartest guy. Mm. That's definitely true. But I'm sure you'll find a way. Both of these kids seem like they're legitimately trying to redeem themselves a bit. You know what I mean? They're both trying to make up for some shit. But uh, we go to the closing scene. We go to the LaRusso house. And, um, you know, the LaRussos are heading home. We see as, as they walk in, Chosen, laying on the couch, watching soap operas. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He looks off the TV. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I can't be seen much. Yeah, I've definitely done that a few times in my life. <laughs> oh, shit, my parents own. <laughs> I probably used to do that when I was still like a dumb, like I don't even know, 18-year-old. I'd probably be watching whatever one of the shows I was watching, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And one of my friends would walk in and be like, oh, I wasn't watching that. <laughs> now I'm shameless, dude. You'll watch it and you'll walk in. Hey, like you uh, last year when you walked in probably every single day, Lewis walked into my house for like I'd say a month. Every single day I was watching Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. I, I at one point was concerned. <laughs> I was a little concerned myself, to be honest. I was like, Nick, I know you love this. <laughs> Early life crisis. I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> when is enough? When is enough? Oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, so the Russos walk in. And, you know, Lamanda's like, dude, enough of this shit. Like. When is it, when is enough going to be enough? You know what I mean? This just cost me this chair that I wanted on this board. You made our family look dumb. And basically, like, Daniel's like, listen, we you got to let me and Chosen handle this. And she's like, all right, handle it. But if you got, like, I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm yeah. leaving. Amanda's done. She's taking the kids. You know, I'm, I'm on Amanda's side, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, she has a lot of times already dealing with the same thing. This has been going on for years. She's just like, what is this? We own, like, a successful car <laughs> dealership, and we have, like, we we have way bigger things going on in life. And we have just multiple karate senseis from your past just coming in and wrecking havoc on our lives. Yeah, we got kids running around, kicking the shit out of each other constantly. Like, Destroy what is house? happening? Yeah, what is happening? <laughs> Having a, a literal karate war now. Yeah, I feel bad for her. <laughs> and like I said, so many times now, she kind of felt, I think, like, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. This is going to be yeah, it. Well, that's, not what, being that's it. what Danny boy keeps fucking selling to her, but. I know. Never seems to be the end. I know. Not that that's necessarily his fault, but... No, yeah. I mean, exactly. These guys keep coming back and ruin toilet. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, not much. Yeah, they're even like a, they're going after his kids and shit. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah, he gets personal, you know? Exactly. But that's how the episode's going to end. You know what I mean? LaRusso <laughs> is going to be uh, out on his own for a little while. Amanda's heading out. She said she's going to her mom's and she's taking the kids. I think she says in Ohio. Yeah, in Ohio. Yeah. So... 
tough spot for LaRusso, baby. Not good. You know what I mean? But strong episode. I thought this was, like I said, I think this is my favorite one so far out of the seven that we're going to cover in total so far. Yeah, my main takeaway from that episode, I loved how funny that episode was. Yep. And I also loved the mind games that Terry Silver was playing because it really, I think it was really setting up the plot for the rest of the season. It made it a little bit more serious. Like it was like, all right, like now Terry's like really starting to make some yeah, moves here right. and, and trying to make things personal. So that that I thought really escalated things in a sense too. So I was a big fan of this episode for sure. Yeah, no, that's a good point. It definitely kind of upped the stakes a little bit in a way. You know yeah. what I mean? And the stakes have already seemed like they're pretty freaking high. Yeah. But when just uh, you know messing with the man's family and things get real personal exactly and his public reputation as well true yeah that's true made the definitely made the name look bad and they're already dealing with some stuff that LaRusso name they were already dealing with stuff at the dealership you know what I mean because of all this karate nonsense oh, and yeah. Shit. yeah absolutely so that name's already under a little bit of fire you know what yeah. I mean but like I said good episode definitely uh, very entertaining like you said very funny Johnny's shit was absolutely hysterical uh you know, Robbie bouncing on his girl, Tori. Questionable decision, but definitely a strong episode. The next one, episode number five, we have Extreme Measures, which this one, a little bit of a slower episode. A little bit of a slower episode, but it's got two real, like, big, big moments in it. That kind of, not even just for the episode, I would say for the season in, like in total, two of the best like scenes in the season, two of the biggest moments in the season, but the rest of it felt kind of fillery to me. But still a good episode. I still enjoyed it. We get um, a few characters making their first, either coming back into the show for the first time in a while, the first time this season, and also we get one character coming into the show for the first time, but she's from the uh, from the universe. So we get a lot of returns in this. And then uh, my biggest takeaway from this episode is. Massive, massive role reversal for Johnny and Danny. They've always been, you know, like Danny's the cleaned up family guy, knows what to do, under control, smart, calculated, doesn't, you know, react quick. Johnny's like, you know, the booze bag, quick to fight, you know, messed up his family, all that stuff. And now this episode's a big time, like 180 flip for that. So that was kind of interesting to see for the first time in this show. Yeah, I agree. Um, but let's dive in. We're gonna open up, and we're gonna bring in right away. We're gonna bring in one of my one of my favorites. We're gonna open up at Cobra Kai. Tori is going absolutely ham on some kind of not like a punching bag, but some kind of punching dummy kind of thing. But everyone in the JoJo is like noticing, like, what the fuck? What did what did she take? Like steroids this morning before she came in here? She's all fired up. Probably a little heat from getting dumped by Robbie. You know what I mean? But um, we're gonna see that. Who's back in the dojo making his return to Cobra Kai? Stingray, baby. Stingray is back. And he gets a hero's friggin' welcome. As soon as he walks in, Terry Silva's just like, hey, this guy, he's what Cobra Kai is all about, baby. Loyalty, doing the right thing, yada, yada. Gives everybody, makes everybody give him a big round of applause, treats him like a hero. And then we find out he's going to, you know, he passes off. He says, hey, Tori, you know, run class for me. I'm going to talk to my guy here takes him off to the side and we find out he hooked him up with a nice crib hooked stingray up with a nice pad and then that's not it he's gonna take him out back and he's got another gift for him he bought him fucking johnny's uh cobra kai challenger the one that he painted out he uh he bought him the car gives it to stingray and inside the trunk a special cobra kai gi stingray uh emblem on it and everything his name the whole nine so terry silva taking care of uh taking care of his guy 
Yeah, I thought this was a great way to start episode five because it's like now you're you're starting your midway point of the season, yep. and you're still introducing new characters. Honestly, like that was that was the last thing I thought when I saw Stingray come on the screen. I was like, oh shit! I was like, I forgot all about Stingray, and like it's just such a good way to start an episode that's like fu- like you're starting your fifth episode of the season. You're still introducing new characters for the yeah. season, which was great. Um, but that being said, it was kind of a tough scene just because I like Stingray, but it, it made him look like such a scumbag, and just like it was tough to watch because it's like. He's taking this money and taking all these things from Terry Silver, and it's just like, come on, man! Like you're better than that, Stingray. Yeah, I honestly though, I was that was one of my, like I, I'm a, I'm normally a pretty big Crease guy, even though he's like a scumbag. I like him for the scumbag that he is. One thing that did genuinely bother me though was when he was a douche to Stingray and kicked him out for like literally no reason. Yeah, like Stingray, you know, he's been nothing but cool to the dojo. You know what I mean? Yeah, Crease, Crease is just big on uh, on strength and power and stuff like yeah. that. Like he, like the second you show that you're not you're not able to be elite or or at least be able to defend yourself and stuff like that, he's just like, all right, he just gives up on you almost. Yeah. So. It was messed up. I didn't like that, but I get what you're saying now. You know what I mean? But he he wanted to be in Cobra Kai so bad he had to do what he had to do. Now he's being rewarded for it, you know what I mean? He took a beating, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's gross though. Yeah, it's tough. It is tough, but I'm just had to, I'm happy to have Stingray back. Like I said, I love Stingray, he's one of my guys. And I'm glad to see uh at least he's getting, you know, at least now he's getting some rewards. I'm glad I'm glad. I'm glad to see he's doing all right. But uh we're gonna go to a pretty funny scene. Johnny again. <laughs> John, we're gonna see Robbie sitting at an Olive Garden, who's gonna walk in but Miguel and then Johnny following right after and he tricked the boys and they're showing up to Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. And he, he goes, I thought our last trip went so well, I thought we would take another one. And the boys are like, What the hell are you talking about? And sure enough, who comes over but this wicked enthusiastic waiter <laughs> from the Olive Garden? He's like, you know, I'll give you some pasta, we'll go to Rome, we'll do this, we'll go here, you know. The tour of Italy. <laughs> he goes, Well take you on yeah, your taste buds will take you on a tour. You can just now that Johnny's just like looking up the guy just like loving the whole thing just like hell yeah I'm going to Italy <laughs> like you said kind of a dumb guy he's just all in on it but the boys they have no interest and sure enough Johnny's like what the hell man this guy's giving you all this effort and you can't even you know give him a smile or something like that and sure enough they end up walking off they just end up leaving him there didn't work You're gonna have to keep trying Olive Garden not gonna do the trick the breadsticks aren't gonna get yeah it. I thought the breadsticks would bring them together you know <laughs> brings my family together it was so funny though just the, the waiter everything the waiter and Johnny Johnny just looking at the waiter just like so like almost like a child you know what I mean <laughs> just like oh my god yes this sounds great <laughs> magical <laughs> Uh, we're going to go to a scene that I really enjoyed. LaRusso being a big old bitch. He's doing the typical my wife just left me thing. He's going to wake up late. He looks like he hasn't shaved in a day or two. He's got the, the 5 o'clock stubble going on for the first time in the entire show. He goes downstairs. First thing he does, pours himself a glass of whiskey. <laughs> Sits down at the, count, at the counter. Starts drinking. Chosen comes up. Like, come on, man. It's going to be all right. We got to... You can't just beat yourself down like this. You know, the family's going to come back. We have problems to deal with. You know what I mean? You can't just drink yourself into a stupid. What are you going to do? Turn into Johnny? But basically, you know, he's going to give him a little pep talk. And then he's going to find on the uh, on the counter, shifting through the mail, someone sent a newspaper clipping of the Crease trial. Crease being accused and going to jail. And it's uh, got a little courtroom drawing of Stingray, which is very funny. And it's got liars scribbled all across it. And then... Um, Something else, uh, Terry Silver, like Terry Silver something, like basically pointing the finger at Terry Silver and saying that there was more to do with it. So, very interesting, like who sent it, you know what I mean, right away. But Chosen's kind of just like, hey, we got to we gotta look into this, you know what I mean? This could be the key to bringing down Terry Silver. Maybe, yeah. maybe if, if, if he lied, if he did something to do this, 
this is like an actual crime. Creases in jail. We can get, you know, I mean, this could be the, the whole solution. Very true. Finally gets Danny. All right, fine. Slumble stumbles out in his friggin' sweatpants and his hoodie like a loser. <laughs> but uh, we see now we're going to go to Amanda. Amanda is, in fact, at our mom's. She's in Ohio. She's there with the kids. They're chilling. And we are going to find out that her cousin, it turns out, is none other than Jesse, who was Daniel LaRusso's girlfriend in Karate Kid 3. Turns out that's actually how Daniel LaRusso and Amanda met, was through her. So I was like, oh shit, love that. Another character we're bringing back from the, you know what I mean, from the past. Always love to see those. But they're going to go out, they're going to go out to a little uh, a little dinner and stuff. But it was cool to just have, uh, it was a cool intro. I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. Totally took me by surprise. Yeah. Like you said, see, episode five, they're still introducing new characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, dude, someone that we haven't seen, obviously she wasn't in, she was only in the third one, you know what I mean? But still, I love that they keep just pulling back characters, you know what I mean? And at first I thought they were just kind of, I didn't know what they were bringing her back for. I didn't know if they were just bringing her back just to bring her back. But I feel like how they're going to kind of work her in is actually the perfect thing because we are dealing with the same scenario right now that we were dealing with in Karate Kid 3. Precisely. Terry Silva being a lunatic. Um, but I love we, the callbacks in the show. Like, the, oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're so great. Like, they're they, awesome. do such a, they do such a great job of, of combining new material with the older material. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. They do such, the guys just, you can just tell that the guys that like do the show, like just have a genuine love, of like the Karate Kid movies, you know yeah. what I mean? They know the material inside out. Um, but we're going to go back to Johnny's apartment now for setup number two. He basically is, you know, he's already got Robbie living with him, so he's already where he needs to be. But then he lures Miguel in, says, uh, you know, Miguel's like, Robbie's not here. He's like, no, I told you he wasn't here, you know what I mean? Closes the door. Turns out Robbie is there. And what does Johnny do? He reversed, he reversed the door handles in the door, so they're locked from the outside. Yeah. There's only one key. He takes the key and throws it in the garbage disposal. <laughs> and he says that he glued all the windows shut, which it turns out he actually did it. When he first said it, I was like, did he actually do it or did he leave an escape room and try to like question him? It turns out he actually is going to glue them shut. But uh, it's very funny. He basically says to the boys that he was looking up online he's always oh, this, this guy in this fucking internet now he's, it's like you can tell he's the guy who just found the internet for the first time any problem that comes up he's just fucking how to solve but he says an escape room is the best way to bring people together for bonding <laughs> so he basically starts pitching <laughs> pitching his plot for the escape room and Miguel's like dude this is the plot to an old movie it's like Young Guns 2 that's what it is and Johnny's like shit you've seen that movie he's like yeah with you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Johnny's just such a clown. I love yes, it. He absolutely is. It was so great. But obviously, they're going to kind of start getting into the... They're going to start, you know, bickering, arguing back and forth. Robbie actually says, you know, this kid's going to end up getting his ass kicked, yada, yada, yada. Then who busts through the door? Johnny wasn't planning this whole thing by himself. It was such an elaborate, an elaborate plan, his escape room. Uh, Miguel's grandmother comes bursting in, all dressed up as a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> with, a, with a script ready to go. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. I wasn't expecting that at all, man. She just busts through the door. <laughs> Completely in character. Huge smile across her face. Probably the most excited she's been for anything in a yeah, while. Yeah. Knowing her probably smoked a joint before it, too. <laughs> um, but as soon as Miguel kind of sees that the door is open, he's going to use that. You know, he bangs out of there. He's out. And then the grandmother follows him and then accidentally closes the door. And now Johnny and Robbie are locked in by themselves. But pretty funny. Yeah. Good scene. I enjoyed Good scene. it. Um, 
We're going to go to Stingray's new place. We're going to go check out Stingray's pad. What a place. No shit. Turns out Daniel uh, Daniel and Chosen, I don't know where, but they spotted him somewhere in town. You know what I mean? Car's probably pretty yeah, easy to identify. Yeah, yeah, tough to miss. Yeah. So they end up uh, following him back to his pad. They're like, all right, what's going on here? This guy's got a Cobra Kai car, even though Cobra Kai is supposedly the people that put him like in the hospital and almost like killed him. And now he's got this sweet new pad. So they're going to go right, knock up on the door. Stingray's like, ah. He lets him in, and basically LaRusso and Chosen are kind of going to be like, hey, like, what happened here? You know what I mean? Is there more to the story here? You know what I mean? The, I got this newspaper clipping. They're kind of pointing the finger that someone might be lying. And Stingray's going to defend this guy. He doesn't do it very confidently. He's very kind of like uh, nervous the whole time, but he's going to defend Terry Silver and say like, nah, nah, Terry Silver's karate is way better than Creases. It's about, it's about loyalty. <laughs> but uh, LaRusso's going to kind of get fed up. And uh, he's going to turn into a bit of an asshole. You know what I mean? He's lost his family. He's mad. He's drunk, probably. He's been drinking a lot. And he's going to, he's gonna like, kind of snap. He's going to kind of go to attack Stingray or make it look like he's going to. And Stingray, being the nervous guy that he is, very jumpy, he was just mauled. He, like, falls backwards, breaks his PlayStation 4. He's super sad about it. That broke my heart. I don't like to see a sad Stingray. <laughs> PlayStation 4. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, even, hey, even in Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai can't even get a PlayStation 5. Yeah, I got No one. shit. You got one, too, actually. Huh? We can get PlayStation Thank God. Hey, Cobra shout Kai. out to Seth Rogers. Love you. <laughs> that's right. That's oh, right. my Lord. That's right. Seth Dude, we were driving to Walmart. You included. We were driving yeah. to Walmart. at Fucking four in the morning trying to get PlayStation 5s. A few times. For like a year. Could not get one. So shout out to Seth Rogers. Snag me a PS5. Love you. Yeah. But uh, Stingray, unfortunately, couldn't get that model. Had the PS4, but now it's unfortunately shattered. He's all sad about it, which broke my heart. Like I said, I don't like to see sad Stingray. That makes me sad. And then uh, Danny's going to kind of keep almost yelling at him while he's on the ground. And Chosen's like, dude, come on. You're not being yourself, man. This isn't us. Let's get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? We got this guy. Look at him. He's, he's, he's a bought man. You know what I mean? He's bought and paid for. We aren't, we aren't turning this guy. Yeah. You know I mean, let's get out of here. So they skedaddle. But like I said, I'd like to see that Stingray's living a nice pad. But I don't like to see him having his PlayStation broken. You know what I mean? He also seems like he's living in fear, which I don't Tough like. bitch. You know, fucking PlayStation broke. You're living in a fucking five thousand dollar a month apartment for free. Driving around, yeah, driving around a banging fucking Mustang, yeah, or Dodge Charger, whatever that is. Probably not paying for a dime of it, I would imagine. No, Um, no, Stingray's got it good right now. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, we see uh, back at Johnny's house, he is still locked in. He's trying to literally (laughs) scrape the glue off of the window to try and escape. And who's going to show up? But Daniel Larusso. And Danny's going to kind of, you know, tell him, like, what's going on and say, hey, like, you know, I kind of need your help. Wicked funny. He kind of, you know, says, hey, listen, like, this is everything that's going on. Johnny's like, I'm out. I'm done with karate. We lost the tournament. Daniel's like, you can't be done. Like, you're the one that opened up Pandora's box. And Johnny goes, I don't know who Pandora is or what's in her box. (laughs) (laughs) Have you never heard of that? Like, how has he never heard of that in his entire life? But Danny's kind of being all tough with him and stuff. He's like, you know, Johnny, where's the old Johnny? You know, like, what, losing one tournament, like, turn you into a pussy? Like, he literally goes, do I need to kick your ass to, like, wake you up? And Johnny kind of starts to, and then he settles down. He shows that he's being, he's the new, the new dad. You know what I mean? He's like, well, Russo, what the hell? What are you doing, man? You sound crazy. Why are you coming in here? You're friggin' threatening to kick my ass. What's going on here? You're not right. What's going on? So it's very funny. That's the beginning of that kind of role reversal that I was kind of saying. You know what I mean? He actually mentions too. He goes, um, he goes. You, you look rough. You know what I mean. He goes, the uh, man to let you like let like let you out of the house looking like that. And he goes, you know, there is 
like Amanda's gone. She wasn't there to stop me. You know what I mean? And that's kind of how that scene ends. But it kind of leaves like Johnny, like, oh shit, like Amanda left you. Some shit must be going on. You know what I mean? What the hell happened? Because obviously they're usually probably like the tight ones in his eyes. They're yeah. probably like the the pinnacle of a relationship. I would yeah. imagine they got it all: the house, the kids, the business. Um, but we're gonna go to Amanda and Jesse, and they are gonna arrive at the boss. They got the kids with them too, but they're gonna kind of screw off. They're gonna go play like a video game or something like that. And Amanda kind of Jesse asks, you know, like, all right, so what's up? We ditched the kids. Where's Daniel? Why isn't Daniel here? Something's got to be going on. And Amanda brings up Silva and, you know, kind of what's going on. And right away, Jesse's like, all right, you don't even know, like, the half of it. Like, I'm sure you've heard some of the stories, but then kind of tells her side of it. A lot more drama, you know what I mean? It's much heavier. You can tell it, like, Amanda's like, oh, shit, like, I didn't know it was all that. You know what I mean? And you can tell that she's kind of already starting to a little, like, maybe second-guess her, second-guess herself. Like, maybe I was a little too hard on him, you know what I mean? Maybe I didn't quite understand what this Terry Silva guy is capable of, you know what I mean? But... Interesting, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And it's good that that's, like I said, perfect way. Like, I was trying to see where Jesse was going to fit in, if it was for no reason, just to bring her back. But that's already, like, the perfect way. It's like, oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like, she dealt with this guy firsthand. Now she can explain exactly what she dealt with and why Amanda should, you know, be a little bit more lenient with him. But we're going to go back to Johnny and Daniel. And we're going to have a good little... Johnny's going to give him some good advice, you know what I mean? Kind of tells, you know, the family's going to work out, like... Basically, kind of what I was saying, like how he looks up to them in a way, kind of, and you know, everything's gonna work out. She'll come back, but Daniel looks like he kind of appreciated it. Looking like he's something he needed to hear, and then um, Johnny's gonna mention that the boys are fighting. You know, he's trying to. That's why he was locked in. That's why he was glued in, and he was saying that. That's why he was glued in. <laughs> that said, this is hilarious. Awesome, right? Glued himself into his own friggin' house. I love him. He's the best. Garbage disposal is the key. But basically, you know, he's going to say, the boys are fighting. I can't. You know, I, I tried bringing in the breadsticks. It didn't work. Nothing's working. I don't know what to do. And LaRusso's like, you know, you're going to figure that out, whether it is by the new Johnny, computer-style Johnny, or it's going to be the old classic Johnny. And Johnny's like, I thought you didn't like that guy. And he's like, you know, he's, he's starting to grow on me. But if you ever tell anybody that, I'm going to kick your ass for real. And it's not going to be tournament-style. It's going to be till the finish. And then he goes, you know, maybe that's what me and you should have done back in the day to settle this whole thing. Instead of doing this whole tournament three points, maybe we should have just fought until, you know, we got it out of our systems. And he says that, and Johnny kind of gives a look like, you know, it's an idea. That's an idea. <laughs> but it was good that it seems like they both, uh, it seems like they both kind of needed a little bit of advice, and it seems like they both kind of got it from yeah. the other guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, their relationship uh, is is forming too. Like they're they're becoming a little bit closer. Uh, definitely, yeah, definitely from where they started, big time. Like I even like I said, Larusso said as much. He was like, he's starting to grow on me. Even the old classic Johnny. You know yeah, what I mean? the, the like look at him. Like his wife's gone, and who's he go to? to yeah, to to, to seek help from. Yeah, Johnny. Very true. And it seems like he's ready to get back into the game a little bit, though, LaRusso. And he needs, he wants, it seems like he's ready to get back into the game and he doesn't want to do it alone. He wants to do it with Johnny, you know what I mean? He wants his partner back. Uh, but that was a good scene, like I said. More of that role reversal that I was talking about. Johnny kind of being the more uh, level-headed yeah. guy and yeah. LaRusso being a little bit more of the feisty, ready-to-fight one, you know what I mean? But we're going to go back to the bar. And basically, we have friggin' mini LaRusso there telling Sam that he's been getting bullied and shit like that. Sam's like... Uh, well, I can probably teach you some things. And I was like, great, we're going to have to watch those scenes. That sounds awful. The only thing worse than just Sam LaRusso is Sam LaRusso and her brother. Yeah, no kidding. Ugh, just terrible. But uh, Amanda and Jesse are being just like kind of almost like harassed by this like this 
pack of local girls that seemed like they all hung out in high school together, but now they're like in their 40s or 50s and are still like in the same pack. You know what I mean? But basically, they're going to start giving them some shit. And then uh, Amanda and Jesse are going to stand up for themselves. We have ourselves a little, uh, not, a, not a karate fight, but a little push-off contest in the bar. The girls start shoving each other, throwing each other around a little bit. And then, you know, there's five of them, only two of us. And uh, Amanda kind of ends up getting grabbed by two of the girls. One's got her legs laying on the ground, holding their ankles like a little kid. The other one's got her arms behind. And the big one's about to go in. She's like, all right, I'm going to kick your ass. And right as she's about to go in, Molly Wappa, who comes in to save the day. The first time, I was like, good job. You did something good. Sam LaRusso comes in with a nice kick and yeah. sends the girl fly. Yeah, it kicks her right into the bar. I guess they're pretty good. Yeah. I think even Amanda's like, even like she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I think this is the first uh, scene this entire season that I actually was like, good, right, good job, Sam. I don't completely uh, hate your guts. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. You gotta stick up for your mommy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's all literally that's what all of your actual Miyagi Do karate training's for, you know what I mean? You don't start the fight, but if the fight comes to you, you gotta stand up for yeah. yourself. Plus, I genuinely didn't even think she was there because I figured she'd just be at home moping. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's gonna, they're gonna kind of skedaddle out of that bar, but that's gonna kind of end that scene for them. From there, we're gonna go back to the best part of the episode. One of the best parts of the entire season. We're going to go back to Johnny. And he's going to go outside of his apartment building. Starts the scene off wicked funny too, which I like. The best way to get these boys both out at the same time. We're going to blow an air horn as loud as we fucking in. Get everybody out of the apartments. One guy comes out, Johnny's just like, get the fuck back inside. But gets Miguel and Robbie out there. He's like, all right, boys. No tournament points. No more nothing. We're going to fight right here, right now. We're going to settle this. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like oh right here literally let's see you know it. let's mean? get it no mats no nothing there's like you know concrete all around and shit like that there's people houses obviously you know what I mean obviously the boys aren't like in karate gear they're like in you know jeans and shit not that they haven't fought on that before but you know what I'm saying just kind of fucking all right let's get it on you know what I mean and we're gonna have you know my boy versus your boy a good friggin' fight scene a good ass fight scene both guys get a couple of good licks in they're gonna friggin' end up battling all the way up a staircase. And we're going to get a uh, kind of a resemblance a resemblance scene to in season, uh, was it two? Yeah, when uh, Robbie's going to kick Miguel over the staircase in the yep. school. Now we got Miguel. He's kind of starting to win the fight here. He's got him up against the railing. He's just leveling him, leveling him, leveling him. I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to knock him off? But Miguel, being the awesome man that he is, stops. And that's the end of the fight right there. But Miguel gets the better Robbie again. Yeah. Again, your boy goes down. Yeah, Robbie was kicking his ass, though, most of that fight. Once again, Robbie, you know, hesitates and he feels bad kicking Miguel's ass, and then that's ultimately what does him in. Robbie landed a couple of good uh, a couple of good hits. Yeah, that Robbie had one that one move where he fucking jumps off the wall and yeah. kicks him across the face. Robbie could smoke Miguel any day of the week. He just got, he's got a heart, you know. He actually know, he took man. it easy on Miguel. He's got a heart. He yeah, almost yeah. killed a kid. <laughs> yeah, he's got a heart, you know. That was by accident, you know. Hey, uh, hey, hey. Almost the key word there. True. Almost almost, the almost, man. Not quite. It's gonna take more than that to take out my boy, you know what I mean? Miguel's tough. You know I mean? almost won the lottery, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome fight, like I said. And uh Miguel, like I said, he's gonna get the better of him, but you know, it ends and Robbie kinda they have a little conversation real quick. And Robbie basically not basically, Robbie apologizes for what happened at the school. And he says that it wasn't just the worst day of Miguel's life, but it was also the worst day of his life. And Miguel is like, all right, you know what? I can respect that. You're apologizing. Like, let's squash it. Like, we're good. And it turns out the two kids that have kind of been battling now since season one, 
over girls, over dad, over friggin' everything, karate tournaments. Finally on the same page. It worked. Johnny's, uh, well, I guess LaRusso's plan. LaRusso's plan worked. The boys fought it out. No tournament points. They fought till the end, and now we're good. Yeah, I like to see it. It's the first time in this entire series, no, that Robbie and Miguel have actually, oh, yeah. you know, been friendly towards each other and yep. come to an agreement of some sort. So. Definitely. Definitely the first time. And it was, well, I think that's what exactly needed to happen. They just yeah. needed to get it out of their systems, you know what I mean? But, like I said, awesome fight scene, good scene overall. Cool to see the boys, they're going to be on the same side now. Let's see, like, Let's how go. that, you know what I mean? Obviously, Miguel's tight with Hawk, too. We're going to have to mend that bridge now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Him and Hawk have some history yeah. now, too, obviously. Let's go, though. We're going to have a nice little team. Yeah, we're gonna. We're definitely going to get there. They definitely got some beef, too, though. Between, uh, they just fought in the All-Valley against one another, obviously. That was a good fight. But then in Season 1... First all Valley, Hawk ends up getting uh, gets ejected because he ends up giving that illegal kick when Robbie's walking off. You know what I mean? He ends up hurting his shoulder too. Yep. So definitely some bad blood there. But we're gonna go back to Ohio and um, we're gonna find out that you know Jesse and Amanda are gonna kind of continue their conversation basically, and she's really gonna drive home like yo like y- you need to be there for Amanda like you need to be there for Daniel because this guy is like dangerous. It's not like something that you guys can run away from. Like you know what I mean. You gotta stand with them. And Amanda's like, yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't understand the like the the seriousness of the the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it seems like she's gonna be uh, hopefully heading back home with the kids to go uh, go get go back with her man. You know what I mean? Amanda's a ride or die. She is. I yeah. love Amanda. She just needed a little time away, a little breather. She got a little information. You know what I mean? She found out what she needed to know. And now she's like, all right, let's go fucking. Now she seems like actually she's kind of like, all right, let's go get this guy. You know what I mean? Which she's already been that way before with Kreese before. Now it's with Silva. She's already kind of like, all right, let's go get this guy. So Yeah, maybe that, you know, that the fight at the bar kind of made her realize, you know, sometimes you got to fight back, you know? It's true. Sometimes you got to fight back. That's true. Uh, we go to Carmen's apartment, and she walks in from work, and what does she see? A, a shocking sight, I'm sure. We got Robbie, we got Miguel, we got Johnny, we got Grandma. We're all eating dinner together. And she's like, what the hell? How did you get this? How, how, how did you do this? He's like, it was LaRusso's idea. You know what I mean? And he, she goes, you guys are talking? He goes, we haven't been, but he came by today. And he goes, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think we're going to have to get the band back together, basically. Like... He realized that LaRusso, what he came to his apartment for, we have to settle this shit with Silva, you know what I mean? And now he's got his boys together. going to be a piece of cake for him, you know what I mean? But it seems like the karate boys are going to be back in action after taking some time off after losing the All-Valley in Season 4. Let's go. And then we go to our next scene, which was the second big, big moment of this, uh, of this episode. Massive, massive moment. Uh, we find out that Daniel is kind of upset with himself about how he uh, how he treated Stingray earlier in the day. He was a little over aggressive. He wants to make up for it, so he shows up at Stingray's apartment with a brand new PS4, which I was like, "All right, points back. I I, I respect that." Should have bought him the PS5, man. Couldn't get his hands on it. Yeah, too tough. <laughs> too tough. But uh, he's you know Stingray. What's going on, Stingray? Nowhere to be found. He's not there. But who is there? Terry Silva's there. Terry Silva's like, you're fucking, you're coming in on my troops. She's like, you're trying to mess with my guys, my made men here. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. Fight time. Fight breaks out. Second one of the episode. We had a big fight here in Stingray's house. Silva versus LaRusso. And LaRusso gets his ass whooped. Yeah, he does. Not nearly as much of as a back and forth as Johnny, I mean, as Johnny, as Miguel and Robbie just was. This was much more of an ass whooping. Daniel might land like one, one little punch or something like that. But other than that, Silva whoops him. Gives him a beat down. It kind of says, 
you know, there's no there's no getting out of this. Daniel's kind of like saying, I'm done with the whole thing, it seemed like. He brought the PS, he brought the PlayStation back. He just wants to get his wife back. He's like, I ain't going to be into this karate thing. Uh, Johnny just kind of talked him off the ledge a little bit. You know what I mean? He calmed him down. He wanted, he's supposed to be sending Chosen back. He's actually Chosen's getting ready to go back home. He's going to send Chosen home. So it seems like he's kind of done with the whole karate thing. So it was like, nah, guy, that's not happening. Like, you're already in, dude. Like, that's not, there's no getting out of this. But I'd like to see LaRusso get his ass kicked. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, it was a good scene. It was it enjoyable. Was. Yeah. LaRusso punched through that wall at yeah. one point. That was kind of cool. Yeah, and they're really building up Terry Silver, too, to be a, like a diabolical bad guy. So. That guy can still move, man. And I was telling Steph, she was watching that episode with me. He was throwing a bunch of kicks. He always throws a bunch of kicks because that's obviously like his go-to thing. Those legs of his, man, are so fucking long, dude. Oh, yeah. Imagine getting hit with one of those freaking kicks. Take your head just clean off, dude. My God. Yeah, he's looking like a force. He's looking like a force to reckon with because not only can he play the mental games and beat you that way, terror, terrorize your life uh, playing mental warfare. You but still whip that ass. Yeah, you can still whip that I mean? ass, exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, then we go to the very last scene of the episode, where it was a very interesting one. We have Tori, and she's kind of talking. We don't know who she's talking to right away, but she's saying that, basically, she's saying, A, I'm scared of the dojo that I'm at, because Silva kind of fucking terrifies me. I'm, I just lost a guy that I like. I don't know, like, where to go from here. I don't know, like, what to do. And she's basically saying, like, is there an end game to all of this? And I'm like, who the hell is she talking to? And it turns out she is at the prison. She's visiting Crease, and she's talking to Crease. And Crease tells her, oh, yeah, there's an end game. First time we see of John Crease this season. First time he popped on in. So always good to see him. Now he's in jail, but good to see him anyway. Nice way to end the episode. A lot of, a lot of characters popping yeah. in this episode. Yeah, exactly. Big, big episode for that. Stingray in the beginning. Jesse in the middle. Crease at the end. But we're going to get some more crease now in the second half of the season. But it shows that uh, Tori's still following her true sensei, her first sensei. She hasn't switched. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, like I said, good episode. I didn't hate it. I'd never hate any of these episodes, so I shouldn't say that. But like I said, just not my favorite episode. A little bit on the slower side. The two fights were, you know, the highlight of the episode and some of the highlights of the season. So definitely salvage. Yeah, I still enjoy the episode. I thought it was pretty good. Introduced some new characters, had a couple fight scenes, still yep. building up the uh, the storylines here. We're only halfway through the season, so yeah, I thought it was a solid episode five. Just because I said, you know, some some shows um, definitely put, throw in some really slow episodes, um, and I feel like Cobra Kai did a pretty good job avoiding that this season. So yeah. I would definitely agree, especially when you know it's the second uh, it's the second season that they did in the year. They filmed almost virtually back to back. You know what I mean? So they obviously, I'm sure, like the writing process was probably really quick too. In between, it's not like they had a ton of time. So yeah, they're probably working real quick. And now I'm hearing that there's going to be a little bit of a hiatus between now and season six. So I guess they're working on a different project for Netflix. Nice. I'm going to grab another one of these. How was that? Uh, you want to try open that window? Yeah. See how uh, see how it is out there. Yeah, there was a truck that was coming by earlier. Yeah, I heard that. That was a little uh, a little obnoxious. But get a little air in here. Get a little air in here. We're making good swift time. So we're on to episode six here. Ouroboros. Another episode again. A little bit on the slow side. We're going to get a lot of John Kreese in this stuff. Uh, one thing that I do like about it that I was looking forward to from the second I saw it in the trailer that we're going to get in this episode is we're going to get our Johnny and Chosen team up, which I was excited about. So that was definitely the highlight of this episode for me for sure. 
Um, but definitely one of the one of the weaker ones of the season so far. I'd probably put it at the weakest one so far, in my opinion. Johnny and Chosen is such a dope combo. Yeah, it really is. They're so perfect together. But uh, we're going to open up at an airport hangar. And Terry Silva has flown in some top, top-notch senseis who are familiar with his style. They were trained by the same master. They've been trained there basically like their whole life. And they showed up in America. They've been flown in. They've been given the whole, you know, the nice private plane. And the first thing we're going to do is we're going to get introduced to Sensei Kim Do-un, who's going to be a big player in the second half of the season. She's a badass. She kind of scares me. I'm not going to lie. She's very intimidating. Uh, we're also going to see in her group of senseis that, fall, that, that come following her out, our second UFC cameo of the season. We got Tyrone Woodley as one of the senseis. <laughs> As soon as I saw him, I was like, what the fuck? We're just pulling UFC fighters out left and right. But clearly these guys must be pretty big fans of the show. You know? Yeah, I love Tyron Woodley. It's a great uh great Very funny. show. Just, just yeah. sitting there in his gear, just like, just like yeah. security guard. He, yeah, I won't get into it. I don't want to give any spoilers. So I won't say what I was about to say. But, but yeah, no, that's a great uh, great cameo. I like that. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, the more the better. Yeah, I liked it. But, I, just, uh, I just like to see, too, that like there's so many fans – of the out show? There. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Dude, I notice it on Twitter all the time. So many like just celebrities <laughs> tweeting about the show. It's so funny. I've seen a couple of I can't remember like who said what, but I remember one of them saying, like, I never thought in a million years I'd get so much entertainment and joy out of watching a bunch of kids from rival dojos fight over a valley in karate. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have been um who's the girl from the office? I think it might have been her. Was it Mindy Kaling or something like that? Is that her name? Nah, I can't think of it. Yeah, I'm not sure. It was one of the I think it was one of the people from the office though. Um but regardless uh, Silva's kind of rolled out the red carpet for these guys. And the first thing that Kim Do-un's going to ask him is, um, you know, like, where's Kreese? He's like, Kreese is no longer with us. She's like, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. You know what I mean? But he's going to offer her basically a business partnership. He's going to say, you're going to be my 50-50 partner. And it's not just that. Because she said she's not just here for money. He goes, it's not just that. He goes, you have a shot at legacy here. He goes, you know, our master, he trained us in this way for just more than the people over there to see it. The whole world should see it. America should see it. And he goes, you can help me, you know, spread our legacy, our training, our style throughout the world. And she basically just says, hey, you think your American kids are up to the task? And he says, yeah. So we're going to have to see. I bet Tori is, but I don't know about the rest of these kids. Maybe yeah. Kenny. This chick scares the shit out of me. She's got resting bitch face. And she <laughs> just terrifies me the entire show. Yeah. She's tough, too. We're going to find out pretty quick that she's very, very, very tough. We're going to go to the LaRusso household for a pretty funny scene. We got Amanda, we got Chosen, we got Johnny, we got Sam LaRusso. They're all kind of like making battle plans here to like how we're going to strike back on Silva. Now everyone's on board. The whole team's together. Amanda's back. Johnny and Chosen are here. Everyone's on board. Danny comes downstairs in a friggin' work suit and he's like, all right, I'm going to work. Like, What do you mean? And he's just like, I'm done with karate. Huh? You're done with karate? What are you talking about? Your wife's here now. She's, you know, backing you. She's ready to support you. It's not a problem with the family anymore. Your longtime karate rival is here. He's on your side. A guy that you fought to the death in Okinawa, he's here. He's on your side. What do you mean you're done with karate? What a time this guy. LaRusso. Dude, what a loser. LaRusso. The loser. LaRusso. You know what I mean? I couldn't believe it. He ends up just leaving him there. Just leaves the, the little team meeting. Doesn't even pay him any mind. Just goes, I'm going to work. See you later, guys. I'm done with karate. Yeah, he's a loser. What a bitch. I couldn't believe it. 
I was shocked. Stock's dropping. Yeah. Especially, like I said, with the wife back, you would think that's all you need. Once the woman's back and she's like, honey, I'm behind you, you know what I mean? That should be all we need to hear. Nope. But we're going to go back to the prison and we're going to see uh, Tori's paying him another visit. But basically, Tori's saying, hey, how long am I going to do this for? She's like, I'm scared. I don't want to do this anymore. And it seems like she doesn't even want to be a part of Cobra Kai. She's only doing this because she has this plan going with Kreese. So... She probably just, you know, she's real upset now that Robbie left too. You know what I'm saying? She's like, all right, I lost my boyfriend. I don't even want to be here. Like, what is the end game? You know what I'm saying? But basically, Kreese says that, you know, he's got a plan. He's going to be getting out of jail soon. We don't know how it's going to be yet. But then he also says that just stay behind enemy lines. He's like, I know it sucks. I've done it a long time myself. But you just got to stay behind enemy lines. Keep watching Silva because eventually he's going to slip up. And when he does, you got to be there to see it. So, I'm very curious to see how Kreese is going to try to get out of jail. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I was very curious about. I was like, what is this plan that you got? You know what I mean? But, I was like, didn't you just get in there? Regardless. We're going to go to... Uh, Do we actually know how long he... Was in jail for? Or is in jail for? It like, couldn't have been, sentence? like, long. Because, I mean, at least for how, like, I don't know how long he was sentenced for. I don't... I, I just... I know he hasn't been in there that long just because it was right after the All Valley in season four. And now it's only the summer. That's interesting that they don't give you that tidbit of information yeah. how long he's sentenced for. True. Us as an audience isn't given any sort of time frame as to when he's going to get out. Yeah, it's probably because he's going to get it's out weird. way too soon. And we're not going to. We could can't be. It, you know what I mean? Could be. <laughs> but this guy's in there for assault. He would get in like ten years. We're like, yeah, yeah but we need him out like now. <laughs> we can't do that. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to go to a. New dojo, a dojo we've never seen before, but we've seen the school in the, in the All Valley. We're going to go to Topanga Karate, and we're going to see that Devin, who was training with Eagle Fang, Johnny's girl there, that he was training up to be a little bit of a killer. She was looking pretty fierce at the end of Season 4. Since Eagle Fang is shut down, she has decided to join Topanga, Kansas, uh, Topanga Karate. And uh, who's going to walk on in but Terry Silva and his old entourage. He's got all the new senseis. He's got a bunch of his students. And it turns out he is buying. He's buying out Topanga. So he's turning them right into Cobra Kai. What a power move. Yeah. He said he was going to, you know, extend. He was going to branch out. So he extends. He branches out. He announces that he's going to be buying the place. The first thing he does is he replaces the sensei. The sensei's like, what the fuck? That wasn't an ordeal. You know what I mean? Too bad. You don't own the place anymore, bro. You're out. You know what I mean? Tough. Tough look. Silva's like, all right, anybody that wants a gi, step right up. You can get, you know, you can get one just like that. Devin, she seems like she's not so sure. I don't know. I could have probably joined Cobra. She could have joined Cobra Kai right after the tournament if she wanted to, but yeah. here she is. So uh, Terry's going to say, all right, you know what I mean? Train up these kids, see what they got. He's talking to uh, new sensei, Kim Do-un, who just arrived. And he's going to say, uh, Tori, you're with me. But before that they can leave, right away, sensei Kim's like, no, 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 no. Tori stays here with me. I need her. I need her to see she's the champion. I need her to Show me who he, what these kids are made of. You know what I mean? Who's good? Who's bad? So right away, Tori's going to get thrown into a little bit of the fire here. She's going to have to start doing some fighting. And she's obviously questioning her loyalty in general. She doesn't even want to be here, it seems like. So I'm sure she doesn't want to go whipping these kids' asses for Cobra Kai. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're going to go back to uh, the LaRusso meeting at the house. And uh, they see the Topanga Karate Takeover live on social media. They're apparently like broadcasting. It on yeah, freaking, uh, live stream on like YouTube or something. Yeah, what a friggin' probably one of those senseis. Tyrone Woodley probably. Tyrone Woodley out there fucking live streaming the whole thing. <laughs> but as soon as they see this, Johnny's like, hell yeah, let's go. This is an opening. They're there right now. Like, let's go. And Amanda's like, you can't just charge in there by yourself. That's a terrible decision. 
Chosen, tell him not to go. And then Chosen's like, I go with you. <laughs> and there we go. Just like I've been waiting for since I saw her in the trailer. Johnny, Chosen, together, and they're off. So I'm very excited to see what they're going to do. But we're going to go back to the jail real quick. Crease is basically getting made to be out to be like a bitch. These, these prison thug guys, they're going to come on over. They're going to take his jello. Crease is just going to take it. I was shocked. I was like, really? But okay. We're going to see. He's going to be dealing with like a, basically a counselor, a little guidance counselor. And he's basically going to be trying to play the good guy card. That's his, that's his plan to get out of jail. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, I've made making friends real easy in here. These talks are really helping us out. I'm feeling so much better. I could be a nice part of society. Basically trying to get a good recommendation to get some leave early. Yeah. But the counselor kind of seems like a little suspect. Oh, yeah. Seems like, you know, you're just saying this just to say this. You think you tell me what I want to hear? He's like, no, never. I would never do that. Are you kidding me? So right away, she seems like, yeah, I don't know about this guy. Good good radar by this girl. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Good radar. But I was surprised to see that that's, that was the big plan for Chris. It was just kind of going to be like the good behavior card. You know what I mean? I thought we were going to get some crazy karate fucking hijack. Yeah, a little riot. <laughs> a little riot, yeah. A little jailhouse something riot. Like a prison break or something, yeah. <laughs> a little jailhouse riot. He also made a funny, uh, a pretty funny reference in this that I found funny. Again, kind of tying the show back to the earlier parts of it. But he goes, yeah, you know, he's like, she goes, the, the counselor mentions, a lot of guys your age have a, you know, a tough time here, you know. And he's like, oh, yeah, no. He's like, I'm tough. You can throw me through a glass window and I'll come out without a scratch. Because he quite literally got kicked through a glass yeah. window and without came out without a scratch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nice. I was like, well done. Good, good play. But I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, we go back to the dojo, and Tori's going to try to teach up Devin a little bit. She's going to try to take her up under her wing a little bit. And Devin seems, she, like I said, she's unsure. She doesn't know if she wants to join Cobra Kai. Tori even asks her, you know, why don't you get a gi on? She's like, I don't know if I want to join you guys yet. You know what I mean? And then she's going to mention that her mom, unfortunately, passed away from cancer, which Tori, we know her mom is struggling. She's very sick, and she's doing a lot of work. To She's doing all of the work, you know what I mean, taking care of her and all that. So that's something that these two characters can really relate to. You know what yeah. I mean? Some common ground for them. And it seems like, uh, it's, and like I said, Tori was already trying to train her a little bit, kind of take her under her wing. Now they have this common ground. So it seems like their relationship's going to grow a little bit, even though they, they had a good fight in the uh, the All-Valley. You know yeah. what I mean? But I'm interested to see uh, where those two characters are going to go with each other. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to see Devin and Cobra Kai, but it seems like that's probably what's going to happen. Johnny and Chosen, they showed up, they're here, they're at uh, the, the dojo. Johnny's ready to just rush right on in. But actually, before he's ready to rush right on in, I actually forgot this scene was hysterical because Johnny and Chosen are going to get out of the car. And the first thing that they're going to start doing is they're going to start basically talk. They're going to have a they're going to have a one-off competition two times. The first time, they're going to be bashing LaRusso. Chosen's like, uh, I, stole, I stole his wallet. Yeah. Johnny's like, I threw him off a cliff. <laughs> Chosen's like, I fought him to the death. <laughs> <laughs> Chosen, I think Johnny goes something like, what are you, a ghost then? And then um, and then they kind of turn it. He goes, you know, LaRusso showed me mercy. You know, he's, he's always like, he's a good guy. And then they start having a one-off competition on how he's such a good guy. Johnny's like, uh, I, went, I, like I once saw him uh, take down an entire hockey team of five guys by himself. And Chosen's like, I saw him save a little girl in a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's just the, the instant chemistry between these two guys. It's just like they always got to uh, be yeah. better than the other one. They always got to be on top. You know what I, I mean? love it. But like I said, Johnny's going to be ready to rush right on in. Chosen's going to be like, hey, no, let's do some patience. You know what I mean? Let's wait for our time. We didn't just go bodging in there. There's a bunch of senses in there. We got to 
let's wait, let's watch, let's observe, let's wait for the right time to strike. And uh, Johnny's like, all right. He gets really worked up. You know, he really wants to rush in right away too is because he sees Devin in there. He sees Devin, he sees his student in there, takes it personally. You know what I mean? He definitely was growing a nice little relationship with that girl. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She was getting tough. Yeah, he recruited her. You know, he put in the work to recruit her and then he trained her and... Yep. And they had a good like back and forth too because she is super, super smart and she's so knowledgeable and all shit. And like we said, Johnny's this dopey idiot, you know what I mean? So even like at that all valley and stuff, she was like doing the math. He was like, I, I don't need math. And she's like, How would you get back into this thing? She's like, Math. <laughs> <laughs> Points, you idiot. <laughs> but very funny. Um We go back to the prison and we find out that Chris is, I guess, already up on parole, like you were just saying. Who must have been a real short sentence. He must have got off real late. But basically the counselor gave him a bad recommendation said he's not ready to be released yet so he goes and he's kind of like yo doc what the fuck and she says like yo i know a guy who's just trying to you know just trying to fool me you know what i mean yeah. if you want to get out of here you're gonna have to try harder than that but we go back to the dojo sensei kim she's gonna have a little a uh, little test a little demonstration here she's gonna get tori and devin to participate in a cool little challenge i, I liked this scene it was pretty cool they're going to put, like, a stick down, basically, on a, just a little, basically a little table, a little small table. And it is Devin's job to try and grab the stick to pick it up, and it is Tori's job to stop her under any means necessary. And at first, Tori's kind of taking it a little bit easy on her. Devin gets it, like, right away, and Sensei Kim, like, sees right through that shit. She's like, yo, what the fuck? Is that what a champion does? And then Tori kind of lets her have it. Tori gives her a good little good little ass whipping, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, all right, champs here, baby. Like, don't get her, don't get her wild up, Champ, man. Champs here. <laughs> don't get her wild up, man. Because once you do, it's hard to put that in the back in the bottle, you know? She doesn't, Gene doesn't go back in the bottle. <laughs> but uh, Devin ends up kind of just scampering off, running running out of the dojo with her tail between her legs. So I'm not sure what we're going to see of her, but I don't think she's a quitter. Um, we're going to go and we're going to do an interesting scene here, one that I didn't necessarily love. We're going to go back to the counselor and Crease in jail. And Crease is going to be talking to her, but everything that like everything that she says basically is something that another character in the show could say to her. No, I'll say to him. So like it keeps rotating through different people like I'm talking to him. At first it's like the girlfriend that passed away when he was in the war. Uh it goes to Silver at one point, goes to Tori at one point. And then at one point the part that I didn't like <laughs> Is they did like a young CGI version of Johnny from back in the day. Like oh, yeah. CGI thing. But it's still like, it's still William Zopka doing the voice. So obviously he doesn't sound like he did when he was 17 years old. He sounds like, you know, a 50-year-old man. Yeah. It was just like, oh, boy. I was like, this is not, this isn't great. Yeah, they tried to sneak that one past you. Yeah, there was the, their uh, their Luke Skywalker bringing him back with CGI moment, only it did not look nearly as cool. Yeah, no. I was just like, ooh, this doesn't, this didn't look great. But that scene was, eh, it was. Like I Maybe said, they just kept weird. it because they thought it would be funny, you know. If anything, yeah, if they're gonna play into the corniness factor. I guess that would be the best way to do it because it definitely was kind of like me. I was like, oh boy, that was a little cringy. I didn't like that. Let's not do that again. But uh, interesting. It seems like John. Uh, it seems like Crease has a little bit of a revelation. You know what I mean? It seems like he kind of. All right, I got to make some changes. Something's got to change. But from there, we go back to the dojo and. Uh, Johnny and Chosen are going to go on in. They're going to head on in. Only one sensei left there. And they're going to ask, you know, where Silva's at. And he's like, bro, don't, you don't need to get, like, you're not going to get to Silva. And they're like, wow, you know, he can get to me. Sure enough, Johnny like, goes at him. Dude kind of fucking makes real quick work of Johnny. Yeah. Chosen, all right, Chosen comes up. They kind of have a better back and forth. 
But then he gets kind of the better of Chosen, too. But then Johnny comes in, saves Chosen. Then they have a two-on-one. The two of them able to overpower him and whip his ass. But fuck, man. To take both of them, Johnny and Chosen, yeah. they're supposed to be like the top-notch fighters. And they yeah. struggle to take on this dude. Yeah, exactly. It's it was not, tough. Yeah, it's not looking good. Nah, it's not good. And that's only one. They have a whole team of these guys. Yeah, exactly. Shit. But sure enough, that team's going to arrive. Sensei Kim, she shows up with the rest of the gang. And that's kind of like, all right, Chosen's like, all right. Odds are against us, you know what I mean? We can't take on six or seven of these guys. Let's get the hell out of here. But first little taste of these new senseis, man, and they seem fierce. Yeah, they, they seem, seem legit. tough. Even the way that they were challenging the kids and stuff. When they, when Tori and uh, I was actually thinking of that too, when, when Tori was doing the stick challenge thing with Devin, and she starts hitting her at first, even after she picks it up, she was still, she was like whacking her with a different stick. She's like, harder, harder, hit her harder. I was just like, Jesus, man. I was like, you want to fuck this girl yeah, up? ruthless. No kidding. Um... But from there, we're going to go to Cobra Kai. And who shows up? Devin. Devin's going to bring in her Cobra Kai training. She shows up. And Terry brings over Tori. And he says, good job. The reason that she's here is because of you. She said that she specifically wants to train more with you because of what happened at the dojo the other day. And it's like, all right. Like I said, this this relationship seems like it's starting to blossom a little bit. The problem is, though, is Tori wants out of Cobra Kai. Yeah. So... Yeah, she's doing the exact opposite of what she really wants to do. Right. So that's going to be a problem now. You know what I mean? Um, we're going to go back to the jail. Crease is going to be uh, interrupted again. He's in his, his, his cell this time. But the bullies come back for more. They're coming to, to mess around with him some more. But this time, Crease ain't taking it. He already got his, his parole rejected. So now he's like, fuck that. I don't care. He whips a bunch of guys' asses. They chose to do it with the younger actor of Crease that they showed in the flashback scenes, which I thought was probably a good call. The uh, Martin Cove there, he doesn't look like he's moving as fast as he once moved, no. you know what I mean? So I'm sure filming that with him where he's like fighting like five or six guys at once and fucking them all up probably would have been tough to make it look good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they decided to go with the younger actor, which I thought was an okay move. I thought it still still worked pretty good. They just tied that back into the counselor scene because that's like who came to him last was the younger version of himself. So he's kind of thinking I got to tap back into that guy a little bit, the soldier, you know what I mean? But whips all the guys' asses. Pretty funny, all the dudes that are watching the fight, all the surrounding uh, prisoners, they all start chanting sensei, 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 sensei. I thought that was pretty funny. He picks up the main guy. He goes, you're going to give me your jello from now on. Is that right? He's like, yes, yes what? Yes, sensei. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then we're going to go to our uh, our closing scene, our closing scene for this episode. Uh, we're going to go to Amanda and Daniel. Amanda kind of tricked Daniel into coming to Miyagi-Do, the dojo. She brings him into Miyagi's old room. Yep. Almost like a, looks like it hasn't been touched. It's like a going back in time, you know what I mean? Cranking the DeLorean up. Seems like it gets Daniel a little emotional. She tells him, Amanda tells him a nice little story about, uh, I think it was a night she said before they were going to get married. She was feeling nervous and Miyagi, you know, settled her right down. But... Then Robbie comes in, and Robbie's actually the guy I feel like that really pushed Daniel over the edge. He was like, you know, I was a troubled kid. You gave me a job. You gave me a house. You taught me karate. You taught me how to not be an asshole, basically. And then uh, Sam LaRusso comes in, and she's like, yeah, this is our fight, Dad. We're all ready to go. And he's like, what do you mean we're all ready to go? And he goes outside into the heart of the dojo, and the whole damn squad is there. Robbie, Miguel, Hawk, Chosen, Johnny. We got three senseis, a whole bunch of students. 
And it seems like class is back in session. Yeah, let's go. Let's go is right. The biggest gang that we've ever seen so far. Let's go, Miyagi Do. Yeah. Cobra Kai obviously expanding like crazy, adding students, adding dojos. But now Miyagi Do, Eagle Fang, whatever you want to call it, it seems like they're the biggest they've ever been. Like I said, three senseis. They got all the all the main fighters. They got the last two All Valley champs, Miguel and Hawk. Robbie a finalist both times. You know what I mean? So now they got some they got some squad. Dimitri, Sam, unfortunately. Piss breath. <laughs> ass face. <laughs> yeah, that's right, ass face. Yeah, all them, all they're all there, but good I like the good ending. Good ending for the episode, yeah. definitely. I definitely liked the ending at least. The crease the crease fight was good. And then this closing scene, having the boys finally get back together and everything's going, and now oh, yeah. we're moving. Now yeah. we're like, all right, let's go. Now we're things, really yeah, things are moving. Yeah, exactly. You know, they really, exactly. they're really starting to set it up for the uh, for the back stretch of the of the season. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And uh, like I said, you know, biggest crew we've had yet. Biggest crew we've had yet. So Cobra Kai, they might be in trouble. So now we're gonna dive into our last episode for today. We're gonna be doing episode number seven. Bad Eggs. Good episode. This is one of the other ones that I really, really, really liked. Yeah, Four and episode. seven were the two that I really liked from this, this set. Um, but we're going to s- establish what is possibly the future of this show maybe in this episode. Yep, Me and you were wondering, you know, how long can the show go on? The kids can only do the All-Valley until they're 18. What are we going to do? Are they going to become senseis themselves? Are we going to keep introducing young characters? Where's the show going to go? And I think we're going to get an answer this episode. Yep, yep. Um, we're also going to see how different <laughs> these two dojos train their students. Yeah, big time. We're going to have some big, big training, big training episode for both for both dojos, and they're going to handle it as about as different as you can possibly handle it. But great chosen episode too. Yeah, yeah. Great chosen episode. I've been saying chosen, chosen absolutely episode. kills it. Yeah, he just kills it. Yeah, this was a this was a real real good one for him. Uh, the opening scene I actually really enjoyed too. We have like a monologue from both Danny and Johnny, and they're kind of going back and forth, and they're explaining the situation of the valley and everything like that. And we're kind of going through the kids training; they're all over here. One thing I thought was funny is they go by like a bake stand that Cobra Kai is hosting, and it's his breath grabs like a cupcake, and he's just like mounting it down. The other kids are just like looking at him, like, "What the fuck? Dude? It's Cobra Kai cupcake. You can't have that. No matter what, no, no treats, no nothing." <laughs> but uh, it was pretty funny because we got. Little Russo still getting bullied. We got Kenny and Kyler and a couple of other the, the random Cobra Kai kids. They're gonna grab him. They're gonna give him a shit swirly, not just a swirly, the most disgusting yeah. swirly I have ever seen in any. Yeah. Just it was cloudy. nasty, yeah. but honestly, I loved it just because I fucking hate that kid. So I, <laughs> I loved it. I do hate him too. And, yeah, I was shocked. I figured it, uh, when they picked him up, I was like, oh, nice. He's getting a swirly. And then they kicked open the door to that stall, and it just showed the toilet, and it was just blown up. And I was just like, oh, no. Gross. Just clogged. No! Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,. So they're showing how like Silver's just expanding more and more dojos. They got like a little, almost like a Game of Thrones map up, and they're planting little flags all yeah, over yeah. the valley where he's setting up all of his dojos. And then Amanda says uh, she kind of cuts in. The monologue kind of ends. They're in. Uh, they're just in. A, you don't know what room. But you're just sitting in this little room. You get chosen, Johnny, Amanda, Daniel, and Amanda suggests that we might need to get some help from an outsider. And she's referring to Crease, and you can tell Johnny and Daniel are like, "What? What are you crazy? Like, no, no way, we can't do that." And she's like. Silva's a monster, and to get a monster, we need a monster. Chosen, 
I can be monster. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda just is like, like talking to a kid. She's like, I'm sure you'd be a great monster. <laughs> I can be monster. I thought that was so friggin' funny. But it turns out we're going to try and go get some help from Crease, it looks like. And then the other thing I thought was funny, I say that room. It turns out the room that they were in was at the dealership because a random customer pokes his head and he goes, oh, guys, I'm trying to buy a car if there's anyone that will come and help me. Just kind of reminding us that they do, in fact, own a you know a dealership and that they do have to sell cars. But I was like, that's good call. We haven't done any of that in a long time. It's been a while since we've been at the dealership. You know what I mean? But cool little funny scene. Uh, we're going to go to Miyagi-Do. And... Chosen is going to have a little training session of his own. No other senseis, just Chosen and the kids. And basically, he's going to give all the kids an egg. And their goal is to protect the egg at any costs. And they ask, what are they protecting it from? From me. Chosen. (laughs) Me. You protect from me. So that's going to be tough. Oh, that's not that's that's gonna be a, a tough training session. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what I would try to do. Pretty with funny too. I can just expect that that it's gonna be uh, hilarious leading into it. Yeah, definitely. It's just like I, I my brain thought right away. I was just like, I don't even, I don't know what I would do. I would try to dig a hole. <laughs> because of some time to go prepare. I would just start like digging in the dirt with my bare hands. I try to find a shovel and just buried it as deep in the dirt as I yeah. could. <laughs> but we're going to go to uh, Cobra Kai and we're going to kind of bounce back and forth between the two Jojos these, this episode like I said because they're both kind of doing their training but they're very very different um, Devin's kind of trying to warm up to Tori but Tori's kind of being cold to her and Devin's like you know what's the deal and Tori's going to say like yo this place is dangerous like I'm trying to get out and Devin like almost seems like she doesn't believe her she's like oh well you don't want some like you don't want a challenge you know what I mean someone's going to come in here and take your shine but nope she's really looking out for her and then we see that Kyla's still doing his stupid alpha male thing. He's walking around the dojo like he's hot shit. And then it's kind of, we find out Silva is talking to Sensei Kim. And it's like, all right, it's time to test these kids out. It's time to find yeah, out who's yeah, going to rise yeah, to the top. Yeah, let's see who the cream of the crop is. That's exactly right. All, all, of, our, all of our top dogs, aside from Tori, have all left. So now it's kind of time to see, like, is Kyla really going to be the top dog? Is someone else going to step up? Is Devin going to challenge Tori to be the top dog? You know what I mean? Who's going to be the alphas here? Um, but we're gonna go see uh, we're gonna go see Crease now. Amanda's suggestion, Johnny and Daniel. We're gonna take her up on it. We're gonna go see Crease and we're gonna ask him if he has any idea what Terry Silva might be up to, what he's planning. And sure enough, he says he does. But he's like, I'm not gonna fucking help you guys out. Why would I tell you? So we're gonna have to try to make a little bit of a deal. It seems like you know what I mean. We go to Miyagi Do. We have all these kids preparing. We have one kid sitting on his egg. I think it's uh, Piss piss Breath. He's sitting on his egg. Then we have Ass Face. He climbs up into the tree with his egg. Hysterical. Then we got uh, Dimitri literally builds some kind of crazy science experiment to protect his egg. Some kind of like shell and cage. Yeah. And that's That's actually. Yeah, very funny. He's just. And he's, of course, like downgrading everybody else. Like, oh, that's all. You're going to try to hide your egg. You're going to try to just fight Chosen. What an idiot. I have this amazing dome that I've created. It's pretty sturdy, you know what I mean? And sure enough, that's exactly when Chosen decides to start things off. And he just fucking spears it, like, right out of his yeah. hand. The thing just yeah. cracks instantaneously. <laughs> Dimitri first one out. You're done. You're out of here. Did not work. But that was awesome. I thought that was hysterical. Dimitri, oh, what does he say? He says, like, something like, Bird like to talk the loudest. Go first. <laughs> <laughs> I love Chosen, man. He's the best. All of his little sayings. Um, the Cobra Kai students, we're going to find out that they are going to split up boys and girls on either side of the dojo. And then what we're going to do is we're going to be partnering up and we are going to be fighting the senseis. So the girls are going to be fighting Sensei Kim. 
And then the boys are going to be fighting Sensei Tyrone fucking Woodley. Bunch of these kids are going to have to fight UFC ex-champion Tyrone freaking Woodley. Dude, by the way, he just looks mean this entire episode. He, he does. Like, like, yeah, every, always, he doesn't say like, anything. Yeah, he doesn't have many, like, many lines at all, but he just he just looks mean. Yep, he's mean, mean mugging. mugging the entire time. The whole time. Um, so the first time, the first our first contestants, of course, because it's Cobra Kai, we're not going to do anything outside the box. We're going to use our characters that we know. We're going to have Kyla and Kenny go up against Tyrone Woodley. They fail epically. Oh, yeah. Kyla literally doesn't do anything at all. He's just he's just telling yeah. Kenny to go and he's he using sucks. Kenny as a shield. He's the worst. He is. He's terrible. But he's literally just using Kenny as a shield, basically. Like, you know, go, get in there, get in there, get in there. And then, of course, when they fail, what does he do? He blames fucking Kenny. Like, dude, you didn't do anything. What do you mean? How are you going to blame this kid? Yeah, no kidding. And then we're going to go to Tori and Devin against Sensei Kim. And they're going to fail, too. But they're going to fail a little bit differently. Tori tries to work with Devin. Yeah. Devin just ain't having it. No, she doesn't understand teamwork. No, not at all. And she, she's just like, I can handle it myself kind of a thing. Like, this isn't going to, like, this girl's a badass. Dude, this is Sensei Kim. She's going to fuck you up. Yeah. Sure enough, it's like what she does. She messes up her and Tori. Doesn't work at all. But, like I said, you know, it's going to, we're trying to see who can rise to the top here. And this isn't going to get it done. This is not the approach. You know what I mean? Um, We're going to go back to the prison. Johnny and Daniel, we got to strike up a deal. And what are we going to do? We're going to offer Crease a nice, good attorney. What better thing to offer him? He wants to get out of here. We're going to help you get out of here. Yeah, not some public defender. Yep. We're going to give you top of the line LaRusso attorney. Jewish money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone high end. That valley money. The valley money. Yeah, for real. You've fucking seen his house. I'm sure you're going to afford a damn good attorney. Um, but all they need to do, all he has to do is just tell them what Silva's up to. Seems like a damn good plan. Yeah. And sure enough, all right, I'm in. So he goes, Daniel literally gets up right there, makes the call. Johnny doesn't like it, though. You know what I mean? Johnny's kind of hesitant to trust him. He's like, he doesn't trust him right away. But it seems like we're going to get some information that we desperately, desperately need. Because obviously, Silva's trying to do more than just open up dojos all over the valley. Like yeah. He's got tons of money. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He doesn't need more money from these dojos. Yeah, he's two steps ahead constantly. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go back to Miyagi-Do, and we're going to have some pretty great chosen scenes. First, he's going to throw something. I don't even know. It's not like a throwing knife, but some wooden-looking throwing knife. He's going to throw it up into the tree. It's going to knock ass face out of the tree. He's going to fall right down on piss breath, or penis breath, and they're both going to just send their eggs crashing to a halt. That one was pretty funny. Then we had the two uh, the two little nerdy kids that always end up fighting each other. Yeah, yep. they're on that balancing that balance table in the water. They're just sitting there spinning their eggs. Chosen, you just see him creeping in the water like a fucking alligator. He yeah. just comes up and flips the whole fucking thing. <laughs> that was probably my favorite one. Which is hilarious because that little pond is literally like 10 feet yeah. big. So how it's did like, he get it's into like the a, pond? Yeah, how did he get into the pond without you noticing that he was getting in? For real. And think about like, it's like that, you know, like that table, like any movement's going to kind of like shift it and make it. If he yeah. jumps into that water and oh, yeah. thing's going to go fucking yeah. rocking and stuff. Just, yeah, just, just very funny. So funny. Guy moves like, he moves like a feather, you know what I mean? He's got elf qualities to him. He moves like fucking someone out of the rings of power. Um, I like Robbie. Robbie tries to bury it in the mulch, kind of like what I was saying. That's probably what my idea would have done. Problem is, is that he waited until Chosen was already out here taking out eggs, and he was right around the corner. It's like, dude, why didn't you do this 10 minutes ago when he yeah. told you to do it right away? Yeah. Sure enough, Chosen was watching the whole time, just spears it out of the ground. Yeah. Pretty funny. Then we get to my boy, Hawk. No tricks. 
Hawk's like, let's fight, old man. Let's, let's go. go. You want some of this? Come get the champ, baby. Pulls out a pair of nunchucks, slaps the egg right out of his hand before Hawk can even make a move. Didn't even know what hit him. Bang. Champ out. Sad. But Mini LaRusso, being the big bitch that he is, he sees that whole little thing go down, and he just forfeits right there. He just goes, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Forfeits my egg. Just give it. Just, just crush it. I love Chosen, though. He still, like, goes, grabs the egg, and then just crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he wants the thrill. You know yeah. what I mean? He wants to crush that egg. Very, very funny. But that pretty much, you know, takes out everybody, except for, it seems like, uh, Miguel and, and Sam, for and the Sam, most part, yeah. of course. Uh, now that Hawk and Robbie are out, they go kind of over to, like, the loser section, and they have a little spat real quick, but then Dimitri kind of puts it down. Kind of does the same conversation that we already had earlier a couple seasons ago where it's like, you know, we used to be assholes at Cobra Kai. You know, now we're all assholes. Now none of us are assholes. We're all back on the same page. You know what I mean? Like, we were all assholes before. It's good. So it already seems like things are starting to mend out a little bit there, which is good. Um, Sam and Miguel, last two left. They're going to have this wicked, lame conversation. I was like, this is not that. First of all, we've already talked about this. Miguel, stop chasing Sam around. Yeah. She dumped you. She sucks. Leave her alone. Yeah, you just look pathetic now. You look pathetic. Number two, you have a psychotic ninja karate master hunting you down, trying to execute your eggs. This is not the time for a conversation. We are training right now. And it's just like, you, me and you, I think we're both saying it. You're watching this conversation happen, and all you're thinking is like, Chosen is going to come. Like, he's going to show up here at some point. He's going to take you guys out. This ain't the time. Sure enough, it's exactly what he does. Hits Miguel with a leg kick. Bang, Miguel goes crashing down, lands on his egg because he had it in his pocket, so he's out. And then Sam thought she was being so smart the whole time. She had it in her backpack, so she was free to use her hands. Turns out at some point, we don't know exactly when, Chosen was able to sneak up on her, sneak right inside that bag, and he already had it. And sure enough, bang, both the Russos crushed in his hand. I thought that was very funny. Yeah, that was that. hilarious. The only two that he crushes with his hands are the two LaRusso yeah. kids. <laughs> but I think that technically means that Miguel won that contest. I believe it does. I think that's what that has to mean. We're going to go to Cobra Kai again, and things are still going bad. Kenny and Kyle are still getting their asses kicked. Kyle is still being a complete dickhead. Same thing, using him as a shield. Kyle's had it mean Kyle. Kenny's had enough of it. He's finally like, all right, fuck this. Yeah. I'm done. You suck. I can't stand it. He basically goes to like storm off. Silva says, not so fast. Come with me. Goes up to his office, has an interesting little chat. Basically tells him, hey, you've been looking up to people your entire life. Before your dad left in the military, then it was your brother before he went to Juvie, then it was Robbie at Cobra Kai. He's like, now you're looking up to this fucking Kyla loser. It's like, no more. It's like, you can be the best fighter in the dojo. You have more potential than Robbie. You have more potential than Hawk. You have more, more, more potential than Miguel. It's time for you to stop being a leader. It's no more time for fucking, you know, taking taking orders and stuff like that. And Kenny kind of, he's like. Yeah, he buys into it. Yeah. He kind of said, all right, it's my time now. It's my time to step up and be a man. I think that was a good good moment. Silva, Silva realized his top dog, and he's going to go after him. You know what I mean? And you know what's impressive is that he's so freaking young compared to the rest of the, most of these other kids. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? absolutely. He's only going to keep getting bigger, stronger, faster, fucking tougher. Kenny's going to be a problem. Um, from there, we're going to go to to the prison. And this was a fucking, this was a pretty, a pretty cool freaking scene. Uh, actually, no, I'm sorry, not that. I'm sorry, I lied. We're gonna go there one more time first. There was only, uh, this was kind of like a bait scene, big time, just cliffhanger scene. Daniel's gone, talking, trying to get the lawyer. It's just Crease and Johnny. Crease trying to dig his claws into Johnny again. 
trying to do the same thing he's done to him a bunch of times. Johnny just basically saying he ain't having it anymore. I'm like, dude, I'm not falling for your tricks anymore, old man. I know. Like, I already played this game. He's like, we're done. The reason why I'm doing this is to take you down and Cobra Kai. I'm wiping your whole thing off the map. Daniel shows up. He's got the little folded pieces of paper. He's like, all right, lawyer's name is right here. All we need is the information. And, of course, we cut away. Like I said, a little bit of a cliffhanger, but we're going to find out in just a second. We're going to go back to Miyagi-Do first for a very cool scene. Chosen says, all right, you guys failed the first test. You didn't do it. I'm going to give you guys a second chance. So everybody take a new egg. And they're like, all right. I think Dimitri's like, I don't know how this is going to go any different. You know what I mean? And then of all the people in the world, it's fucking Mini LaRusso who goes, guys, if we all work together as a group, maybe all of us can be chosen. So what do they do? They literally use the old expression. They put all of their eggs in, in one, one basket. basket yeah. And they all surround the basket, basically, and work as a team. And that's how they're going to try to defend off from Chosen. And again, another great Chosen moment. He comes. They're all like on God looking from where he's going to come from because you have no idea. And he just comes running from all the way across the dojo. But he just comes running in with this huge shaft looking like he's yeah. literally ready to go to war. Like war face, like war cry. Just, ah! I would have just shit my pants. I would have just yeah. sat. I would have been like, nope. No, 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 awesome no, no, scene. no. Awesome scene. No, 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 no. Yeah, it was. It was great. Sure enough, like I say, it's going to stick, though. Start swinging that thing around. I think Hawk and Robbie are able to take team up and kind of take it, take him down, take him out of his hands. But then they all kind of start throwing in their own little attacks, this, that. The other thing, Chosen's kind of, you know, still fighting his own, handling these kids pretty well. But then they keep, you know, battling with them. They end up kind of cornering him. They push him into a corner. And sure enough, Chosen's got nowhere to go surrenders kids figured it out the whole point of the the mission the task the training session was you gotta work together and kind of that's what chosen says to him after he says you know you guys might not have the numbers that cobra kai does but if you learn to fight together and as a unit they have no idea to do that they're all just they're individuals you know what i mean they just all want to be the next top dog they're all you know fighting at each other at this point so and then he kind of says, you know, I'm gonna now that you guys figured out the task and you guys did it, now I'm gonna teach you guys how to master it. So they're gonna learn how to really fight almost as like a little fucking a little army unit, yeah, yeah. some 300 shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Learn how to fight as a little army. <laughs> but awesome, awesome stuff from Chosen in this episode. I love the uh, I love seeing all the kids together training for the first time. And stuff. Oh well, lurks. Look at this guy. He is one of a kind, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Like a NASCAR pit team. The man is good. Oh, producing that's the right. show. They pay me the big bucks, baby. That's right. Yeah. Co-hosting and producing, doing it all. Doing it all. Um, we're going to go to Cobra Kai now for the last time. We had our wrap-up at Miyagi-Do. Now we're going to go wrap-up at Cobra Kai. Tori and Devin, they decide, all right, let's give it one more shot. But Tori says, I'm only doing it if we're going to work together this time. And Devin's like, okay, I'm in. Let's do it. And we have a cool scene. They're putting up a good fight. Sensei Kim is going to get the better of Devin, though. And as she's going to go to lay a strike on Devin, she turns her back to Tori. Leaves a big opening there. Oh, yeah. Almost seems like, I don't, maybe it wasn't, I don't know if it was intentional, but I don't, you never know with her because she's that good. Maybe she did that on purpose. She left her back open. Tori could have taken the point if she wanted to. Instead, she doesn't. She basically dives in front of the attack and blocks it to protect Devin. Yeah. Sensei Kim says, hey, you could have just scored a point on me just there. And she goes, yeah, but I wouldn't have been a very good leader if I had left you know, my soldier behind. Yeah. And it seems like that 
might have been the point of this assignment. You know what I mean? Being a team. Again, kind of the same message yeah, that yeah. Chosen was saying. Yeah, but that's how I took fashion. it. That's how I took it. They had back-to-back scenes. They were both both team, both team uh, dojos were teaching their their teamwork kind of yeah thing. about teamwork yeah, yeah some yeah team working yeah but there's there's you could tell had a little bit more like again like that cobra kai sense like that leader follower kind of mentality yeah. thing rather than truly working together but regardless either way they did technically lose but i think in a way they kind of passed the assignment then we're gonna go to kenny and kyla kenny's gonna say not so fast this time. I'm not going to go out there and be a meat shield. Fuck that. You're going to listen to me. Yeah, you're going to be my meat shield. That's right. And Kyle was like, what the fuck? What'd you just say? So sure enough, they start fighting one another. They start scrapping one another. Tyrone Woodley goes, hey, break it up. Grabs Kyla. Bang. An opening. Kenny launches himself in. Gets a kick on Tyrone Woodley. Scores a point. Gets the dub. Shows that, you know, he can seize an opening. I guess that's kind of using a teammate in a way. <laughs> he used Kyler to his advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck Kyler. Yeah, that kid sucks. But can he get the job done? Tori and Devin, in a way, kind of get the job done. It seems like they're going to be like the, the true rising of the crop there. But let's see how long Tori's going to be sticking around for. You know what I mean? But good way to wrap up Cobra Kai. And then we're going to go to our last scene of the episode, which was absolutely phenomenal and like i said we're gonna set up what this show i think is gonna do going forward for the next few seasons or at least i hope but we'll see we're gonna go back to jail we have crease we have johnny we have danny and now it's time for crease to give up the information and we get a nice little flashback scene which i love the flashbacks on the show he's gonna tell a story about a time when him and silva went across to japan to go for a visit to visit their master and um basically they were you know, seeing the place firsthand and stuff like that, the place that they were trained. And uh, Silva is going to come up, and he's going to say, hey, you've been doing such a good job training. Apparently, they started their first dojo already. Cobra Kai is open, one, one dojo. Terry Silva buys him the dojo. The first Cobra Kai dojo was actually a gift from Terry uh, to Crease, which I thought was a nice little addition. I liked yeah. that. That was pretty cool. And then... He says, it's time for us to start thinking bigger than just the valley. Already back then in this flashback, he's already having these ideas. It's time to start thinking bigger than the valley. And he gives Crease a magazine for the Sakai Takai tournament. The biggest karate tournament in the entire world. And the plan is to enter Cobra Kai in because if Cobra Kai wins, now they can go global. He says that they can turn this tournament into the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're not just getting local recognition. They're getting worldwide recognition. Putting the Cobra Kai karate style on a world stage for the whole entire world to see. And obviously we know with all of the money and the resources that Terry Silva has, if his dojo's competing in it and doing well, like he says, he can turn this thing into the fucking Super Bowl. Get some news crews in here, social media. Well, not social media back then, but... We know that this is his plan now still. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though it's a flashback, this is still his plan. This is what he's going to try to do. Yeah. He's going to try to get Cobra Kai in this tournament and fucking get Cobra Kai global. Yeah. Which, worldwide tournament, no age limit, 
That means we can have these kids fighting for the next fucking 30 years, baby. Bang, bang. We can be popping out seasons forever. We can be fighting yeah. left and right. You know what it I mean? It was beautiful. It was, it was nice that they set it up so that way they have options now and they can keep going. They don't have to have a certain uh, time limit on here on how long they can have these these kids and do this show. That's right. We were looking for an answer to the All-Valley. It's the U18 All-Valley. I was like, are they going to add a new age bracket or something? The U21 All-Valley or some shit like that? But no, it turns out we are going global. Crazy. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I loved it. I thought I was, as soon as I saw that, I got a huge grin on my face because, like I just said, I was like, we can do this forever now. We can go for fucking 40 seasons. We're going to be here like survival, ladies and gentlemen. Fucking Cobra Kai season 46. Yeah. And now they can kind of flip flop on uh, seasons too. Like one season's leading up to the All Valley, one season's leading up to the Sakai Takai. Is that what it is? The Sakai Takai. Yeah. Cool little name. I had to make sure I pronounced that one a few times before the show today just so I could make sure I didn't yeah. stumble over that one. Say Sakai Takai ten times faster. <laughs> yeah, right. I wouldn't even get it out two times fast. Sakai Takai Sakai. Yeah, nope. See that? I couldn't even get it out two times fast. <laughs> Told you. Uh, but then, actually, kind of cool. It doesn't just end there. We go back to the jailhouse scene, and then Kreese is like, all right, you know, I gave you guys my end of the deal. I told you guys what he's up to. He's going to be planning for this tournament. Now it's time for you know you guys to keep up your end of the deal. And we get the piece of paper, opens it up, no mercy, motherfucker. Love it. Written I down on the piece of paper. Couldn't believe it. No I was stunned. mercy, motherfucker. I got him. Definitely got him big time. Got him big you time. You know Crease wasn't expecting that either. No. I was just saying, I could see Dan- uh, Johnny pulling a move like that for sure. But Danny pulling a move like that. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, LaRusso. Hey, maybe that makes Crease uh, realize too. Like, oh, shit. Maybe, like, shit's popping off outside. Because if Danny's coming here pulling these tricks, like, shit must be bad. Yeah, you know? Right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's putting his honor and his integrity yeah. on the line. Which, obviously, that's what his whole Miyagi-Do yeah. thing is about. Yeah. He's, will- he's, ri- he's willing to risk it right now. Like, yep. I mean, Kreese has put him through a lot of shit, but still, like I said, I'm yeah. still surprised. Danny, usually not a guy for that kind of shit, yeah. but an awesome, awesome way to end that episode. Yeah. I thought. The whole thing, the, fla- the flashback I thought was wicked cool, the, the Sakai Takai tournament being set up, wicked cool, the No Mercy motherfucker note I thought was wicked cool, a great ending. I thought it was an awesome episode. I love it. I agree. Like I said to the, uh, I loved just seeing they've done it a few times too. This isn't the first time that they've done those two, like the two mashing like training styles at the same time. But I liked the way that they were, like we kind of said, sort of teaching the same message, yeah. but in just totally different fashions. Yeah. But great episode for Chosen. Big, big episode for Chosen. Uh, but we're at a good point now. Yeah, I mean, now. We really set ourselves up for the next three episodes, too. Like, yep. Now we know exactly. We know what Silva's planning to do. Now we're going to kind of see what we're going to go from here, what we're going to do about it, how we're going to handle this kind of a thing. And then we still have to deal with, um, obviously, Tori being in Cobra Kai. She's only here because she's working with Kreese. Yeah. But now it doesn't look like Kreese thought he was going to get out of jail, but now, it, eh, I don't know. It kind of yeah. looks up in the air. Yeah, you things, know are looking, I mean? things are looking dicey. So now, who knows? Like, how, who knows how long Tori's going to want to stick around for and stuff like that? She might, you know, start seeing, like, hey, I'm out of here. It's been too long. But altogether, good middle four episodes here. We're going to be coming back to you guys, I believe, on Sunday morning, I believe. Yeah, let's do it. With our with our last three episodes. We're going to burn through these last three before uh, Kalos takes off for his new training. Uh, but good episode, good episode, good recap. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Uh, as always, I ask that you guys please share this around to all your fellow Cobras out there, your Eagle fans, your family, your friends. Share it around to all of them. 
Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, rate, review, leave comments. All that stuff helps. It really, really does. I really, really appreciate it. Kalos, as always, brother, thanks for being here. Thank Sensei you for having Los. me. Love it. Love the show. Love being on here. So yeah, It's good to have you on this side of the table sometimes. You know what I mean? We it's did great. it all. Just the two of us today. Just the two of us. No producer. You know what I mean? We still got the job done. And it was a damn good episode. Oh, yeah. Love it. But uh, we'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Hope you enjoy. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy, baby.